Hi guys, it's the Gooncast. Fucking enjoy it. Hey, fuck you, it's Gooncast. Golden Rocco's 3. I'm Saber. 2020 Part 3 is over. Hail 2020 Part 4. Don't Hail call Saban. it a comeback, y'all. We've been here for years. <laughs> Alright, that's the end of the episode. Goodbye. Yeah. Uh, See you well, next award season, fuckers. <laughs> Um, as usual, I'm Kat, aka the Attack Cat on Twitch, uh, dialogue designer by day, writer slash horror enthusiast by night. Yes, um, indeed. And I'm fucking ready to list all the things I liked, hated, and was kind of mad about in 2023. Ooh. Yeah, and it's your boy Lee Alder. They call me the Valley Jester, and I have to cut my introduction short because they are putting up a sign that says stop speaking. <laughs> wrap it up, Lee. Yeah, wrap it up. <laughs> I don't care how many members of your development team are sick or have cancer or whatever. Wrap it up. We got advertisements. <laughs> We got yeah, trailers shut, to show. Shut the fuck up. I need a celebrity to fucking ramble for 30 minutes. Yeah, that's right. They don't come cheap. Mm-hmm. Get me one of the Muppets, goddammit. <laughs> no. Oh, boy. It's that time. Yeah. The third one. Yeah. I, I honestly can't believe it. It feels like we've been doing this forever. We are um, we are oddly consistent. Yeah. <laughs> we are oddly consistent in our inconsistency. Yes, exactly. But, um, yeah, I, I always love doing these because it's a really nice kind of like look back at all of the things that we watched together or some of the things that, you know, we appreciated. Sometimes I, I learn new things from y'all, from y'all's lists that I'm like, oh, I'm going to put that on my, I think Vampire Survivors was the one last year that I was like, I'm going to say Vampire Assassin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe that too. <laughs> but no, it was the one, I haven't played it yet. It's been a fucking year and I haven't played it yet, but I did buy it purely based on the fact Hell that yeah. Lee liked it. The fact so. that it's $3. Yeah, and, uh, that too. That's oh, like, I do believe inflation them. struck. I think they increased the price. I think it's four dollars now. Oh my! Oh my god! Yeah, and the DLC is ninety nine cents or something. Well, hopefully they're getting oh, ho- disgusting. Hopefully they're getting less flack than the the Dusk Dev, or because oh, yeah. he uh he he specifically was like, hey, I think Iron Lung is a little on the cheap side considering all the content and stuff that I'm added mm-hmm. adding in, and he took to Twitter. And was like, hey, would you guys be okay if if I increase the price by like, you know what, and you know what would your recommendation be? And Twitter chimes in, and they're very supportive and all that. So it's like, okay, cool, thanks for the feedback. I'm not gonna increase the price right away. I'm gonna give people plenty of time to buy it at the lower price. I want everybody oh. to buy it at the lower price before Halloween ends. And then once like the Halloween season nice. is over, oh, the price awesome. is gonna increase by like a dollar or two. And uh, I, he I gave everybody where, where pre, he gave yeah. everybody advance warning, and everybody was supportive. And the minute he he raised the price, uh, a bunch of idiots chimed in. It's like, how fucking dare you? It's like, yeah. bro, you're canceled. It's yeah. like, and he, again, it was by a, a buck. I think previously it was like a six dollar game, and now it's yeah. like a seven dollar game, or maybe it was a seven dollar game, and now it's an eight dollar game. I don't know. Either way, that's not on my list. I don't think it's on anybody's list. Lee, why don't you explain the? F- fucking rules because the rules came from that thing that you watched all right that we stole it from yeah all right all right so the way we do things here with the golden roccos the formula has been working so far there's no reason to go and fuck with it you know Mm -hmm. 
we have three categories. We have the top 10 of the year, we have the five worst of the year, and we have the three most disappointing. We are following Evan Irwin's magic show rules in that a an unbiased third party has checked over our list to keep it secret for the rest of us. In this case, and Aaron Thomas again? Yes, Aaron yeah. Thomas, friend of the Gooncast. And he has made little indicator notes on our list to let us know if our pick on a list appears higher on someone else's so that we can save the discussion about it for when it's at its most hype. We also follow uh, the donkey rule. So even if it is not media that came out this year, as long as it is something we consumed for the first time this year, it is eligible to be on the list. Mm-hmm. Other than that, we just kind of wing this fucking thing. Hell yeah. Beautiful. Winging it is our middle name as a, as a podcast, our collective middle name. And before we, we officially get started, hey, Lee, can I have a game show thingy? No, James, don't put that inside your body. Oh, no. Oh. So, why, why I are you doing it, this to yourself? I need it because it's. Uh, I woke up 40 minutes ago and I need caffeine, baby. Okay. Uh, That's fair. I need to replace my G Fuel collection, uh, specifically shaker cups and whatnot. So, I bought this one specific collector's box from, uh, from G Fuel. And it's a Friday the 13th flavored G Fuel, baby. Uh, Citrus fruit punch is how it's described. But the name of it is called Hack and Slash. Actually came with a a nice little metal shaker cup. I'm not Mm -hmm. sponsored by G Fuel, but hey, G Fuel, sponsor me. I want money. (laughs) I drink your shit. shit. (laughs) I'm doing this shit for free. But, you know, I've never had this before. It could be a piece of shit flavor and i might have wasted like d flavor yeah i never got to say i i barely had any i I didn't even get to order lady d flavor i wanted the tall lady shaker cup put it back in stock you fucking cowards i want the g fuel to step on me come on uh all right yeah so this is apparently citrus fruit prunch let's yeah all right get in it smells very citrusy give us a good slurp Uh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it kind of tastes like, like it, like it kind of tastes orangey, like an orange type fruit punch. I know mm. this, I'm bad at describing shit compared to Lee. Does it yeah. taste like dead teenagers? Yes. Oh, oh. well then, mission accomplished. Perfect. Yeah. I get yeah. dead, dead yeah. teenagers infamously taste like orange. Oh, okay. Yeah, Good. yeah. Anyways, uh, the order is gonna be Lee, Cat, me, um. Deal with it, Renzi. Lee, go. <laughs> All right. Well, before we kick off into the list proper, I uh, I introduced a new personal topic uh, last year in the Golden Rockos Part Two, and I have stuck with it this year. It's time for Lee's Barbarian Award winner. Oh, hold on, hold on. We're we're saving Barbarian in case it comes up on uh, somebody else's list. Ah, well. Oddly enough. Barbarian is not the winner of the Barbarian Award this year. Yeah, it's it's not the winner for me either. We all have a Barbarian this year. Yeah, apparently we do. But I told Matt, every last one of us. I told Aaron not to mark it. it we're just gonna we're gonna surprise it. We're gonna save our Barbarian for for right before we do best. Got to keep them on their the Barbarian Award. Yeah, we're oh. saving it as right before okay. we get into our top ten best of the year. 
Oh, that's a terrible idea. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's going to be great. I love it. I, I love it, though, because it's definitely... It, it somehow both exceeds and like supersedes my worst of list. Yeah, barbarian. Ooh, barbarian I'm, for I'm me is so important. I'm mad talking about barbarian today. <laughs> barbarian is important for me. I need to save it. I need to save her, okay. and then it's gonna make me mad. Fair enough. We'll we'll, us... we'll we'll put it off just so that Saber can reach full rage value. It'll be fantastic. All <laughs> right, then. Going bummers. into most disappointing. All right, mm -hmm. I only have one honorable mention for the most disappointing. I covered it on an episode of the podcast uh, a few episodes ago, but um, I am disappointed in it because of what it could have been. Uh, it was the, oh. I believe, 2014 Hercules film starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um, oh. It's a really cool, cool concept of taking the myth of Hercules and actually presenting it in a more grounded light where he's just a dude and he's got a band of mercenaries who are all badasses and they're just doing cool Greek shit. Mm -hmm. um, but God, I look, I, I know I'm a big pro wrestling fan and all, but Dwayne Johnson needs to stop. Yeah. Period. Just stop. Yeah. <laughs> just, just stop, dude. So I'm disappointed that it could have been so much cooler. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, he, takes, he takes a lot of really shitty projects and his charisma he, can only take him so far. That's he the does. Thing. Yeah, and and also I feel like it's I, I've heard that like he nowadays is like I can't I I will never I, like I can't be the villain I can't like lose yeah he's actually like, he cannot lose a fight yeah, he, yeah he's gotten way like, too much of an ego yeah and that's just kind of like well that's not interesting to like you're not playing interesting characters then if yeah. you're not you know like at that level of I'm not even gonna say vulnerability I mean look at um uh dave batista right yeah mm -hmm. like the stuff he's taking is like holy fucking shit dude like, yeah i mean, well, I mean that's when you, impressive when you, look at, when you look at all the pro wrestlers who lately have transitioned into acting mm -hmm. like okay dwayne johnson john cena dave batista mm -hmm. like if you thought out of those three right out the gate that the best would be batista like yeah. everyone would have thought you were crazy and he's yeah, such right. a fucking good actor yeah it's mm -hmm. it's that's that's kind of the weird thing is like uh i remember when guardians of the galaxy three or guardians of the galaxy one was announced and i was like oh cool a wrestler and i think he was also a i think he was i think he was announced for 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 uh specter at that point or maybe not i don't yes. know and i was Ooh. like oh cool a wrestler or whatever uh -huh. and then you see guardians of the galaxy and uh -huh. he is so good and he is so uh -huh. funny and then you see him in everything else and he is uh -huh. at least the stuff i've seen him in he's always been used well and he's not mm -hmm. just playing the same character over and over again. Like his character, yeah. he's... though brief in Blade Runner twenty forty nine, is not oh, Drax God, yes. from yes. from. Yes. Uh, I mean, even he was yeah. he was the best part of uh, Knock at the Cabin of the Woods. Oh, I believe oh, it. Yeah, Knock at the Cabin of the Woods. Which is which is surprising because uh, like listen, I'm as much of an M Night apologist as anybody, even though Lady in the Water fucking like. Oh, oh yeah, we don't talk oh. about that one. Um, but, uh, like, he's generally, like, not great at getting great performances out of actors. Yeah. Uh, see the movie that we shall not, that shall not be named. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but, uh, specifically, like, Batista just, like, fucking killed it. So it's, like, if he can even supersede M. Knight's kind of weirdness. Yeah. That's a, that's a good guy. Yeah. Well, and... I, I think that wrestlers as actors get a bad rep because it's easy to focus on the ones that like just really don't do it. Like yeah, Dwayne Johnson's yeah. stale. Hulk Hogan had his run oh, of like yes. weird fucking kids movies uh -huh. and Rocky Three. But then you have like Rowdy Roddy Piper. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. You have Jesse the Body Ventura in Predator, mm-hmm. like and yeah, and uh, and fucking God, what was it? The Running Man as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They they so. they have good shit, and that's yeah. that's really sad about The Rock too, because like for a long time, I really liked him as an actor. Like The Rundown yeah. is such a fun movie, and yeah, honestly, he gets his shit kicked does... in, and he's got a lot of charisma. It's yes, great. he he has done really good work, and now he's gotten to the point where it's like. Ego too big, like you said. It's just like that's that's purely what it is. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's why Hercules is on my disappointing. Could have been so much Bummer. cooler if they just kind of settled for the star power. All right. Yeah. Which uh, which brings me to my first official inductee into the Golden Rockos, part three. Boy, for all the hype it got, I did not like Smile. Oh, oh, wow. Interesting. Okay. So Smile was a horror movie from 2022 that it seemed like trailer wise and advertisement wise, it looked like another one of those. Oh, let's just throw a PG-13 movie together to get some money from kids on Saturday nights so they can jerk each other off in the back of the Correct. theater. Yes. And instead, I'm like, oh, this one's rated R. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And then the buzz started going around. Everyone's like, yo, actually, this kind of fucks. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, whatever. I still didn't bite. I only got around to watching it this year. Mm-hmm. And I will say that I believe I was the victim of buying into the hype too much. Uh, um, yeah. I think yep. if I had zero expectations, if I went into it thinking it was going to be PG-13 garbage and got what I got, I think I would have been pretty happy with it. I Yeah, I think I think you're right, because I, I also saw Smile, I think, the year before you, mm-hmm. um, and I, 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 was fu- I was purely expecting garbage, and I was like, oh, that wasn't terrible. It wasn't yeah. good. It didn't it didn't make it on any lists for me, but I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's got some really genuinely good scares in it. Uh, yeah. Everyone always talks about the car scare. And yeah, that's yes. fucking great. It, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, And then in the last 15 minutes, it turns into Barbarian, which is <laughs> yes. always great. Anytime a movie I, just wants to turn into quarantine at the end, I'm always in. It turns into I'm Barbarian, gonna... you say? I need to watch this immediately. Yeah, you do, actually. <laughs> you, you you should 100% watch it. I Every... I will say I liked the monster reveal like yes I, I don't know if you've seen like I, I i saw a like clip from like behind the scenes of like how they made the like i don't want to spoil it for jam but uh there's there's a moment where it like reveals itself and uh i saw like a behind the scenes thing and it's it, it's like oh that's so cool it's like practical effects that they used and you're like yeah Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so even though I didn't really like the movie, I'm not going to put it in my worst because it was a pretty fucking good film. I just, it's disappointing because I let myself buy into the hype of it too much. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, no slander against the movie. It's a good watch. If you haven't seen it, get around to it. Smile, number three, most disappointing. Nice. You know, it's really funny that you say that because my, my number three, actually same thing for me. I bought into the hype. Yes. I thought it was going to be fucking amazing. And yeah, I was let down by it. But first, I'm going to go with my my first dishonorable mention. Get in there. Um, so my my list, my list got rearranged. My list got rearranged quite a bit uh, in the in the last like two months, basically. Um, and uh, so this actually was on my uh, my uh, 
my bummers list is what I call it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I ended up I ended up knocking it off because um, I start I I started trying it a little bit, and um, I don't I don't hate it. I just more hate the idea of it. Um, and so this was this was actually also like uh, initially I had mentioned to both of you I think that uh, Jason Isaacs ends up on ended up on three of my lists. Um, oh he, God, he is still on three of my lists technically, but he's not on the three main ones anymore. <laughs> um, he got he got shifted around a bit. But so um, yeah, my my dishonorable mention is the Fauxhammer Trophy or Baldur's Gate Three. Yeah. Um. Purely because I, I am a trophy hunter. I am a completionist, and I also don't tend to go after like hundred percenting trophy lists unless I am pretty confident that I can do it. Like, there's plenty of games where I'll play it and I'll look at the trophy list and I'll be like, ah, there's too many. There's like a difficulty trophy. There's like you know this other thing in there, and I'm like, I no, I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna play the game and enjoy it and you know do whatever. Um, but Baldur's Gate, I loved the game so much that I was like, I'm gonna try it, even though there's a difficulty trophy, even though all that stuff, I'm gonna try it. And I did. I 100% of the game. There is a screenshot in the Goon Squad server of me having a perfect game on Steam for Baldur's Gate. Mm-hmm. And then they fucking added another trophy. And specifically, it's a trophy for completing their honor mode, which is the hardest difficulty in the game. And it's also technical permadeath, because if your team wipes, you, you, have, you have only one save. You uh, can't reload the save at all. Like, if you try to, if you try to, you can't load it during a, like, during a game. If you try to quit out, it saves. Mm-hmm. Um, it's brutal. Uh, and, um, and it also, uh, uh, yeah, like, like if, if you all wipe, then, um, the game is basically just like, it, it, do- it doesn't end the game. It just says, Hey, your honor mode runs done. You're now on like a custom difficulty. Um, and I don't, I don't have, again, I don't have a problem with a trophy like that. It's just, if I had known this trophy was coming, I would not have bothered to sink 600 hours into this game. I probably would still have played 600 hours worth, but I wouldn't have done it with trophy hunting in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so more so actually than the Fauxhammer trophy itself, uh, it's the fact that Baldur's Gate 3 reminded me to be disappointed in myself <laughs> <laughs> that puts it on the dishonorable mentions for me. Um, yeah, you and so, I had a good conversation about this the day the achievement came out. Yes, I was... I was I was genuinely really upset the day it came out and then I sat with it for a while and I kind of just like eventually mellowed a little bit on it and I did actually start a run on honor mode and it is fun. The the problem for me is that it's it's a fun thing to try but I don't like I feel so much anxiety around uh yes around high difficulty permadeath modes it's it's just it's a personal thing for me where like to this day right now that like i'm playing this i have like anxiety dreams about Baldur's gate now and i'm like that's not really the kind of experience that i like to have with this game so anyway um good pick yeah yeah that's 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 my that's my two cents that's my like bummer i still god i have yeah anyway um, 
Now moving don't on. Don't worry. To... I'm sure we'll get to the point where we're saying nice things about. Baldur's yeah, Gate. I was. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Don't worry, yeah, people this, who have uh, is... people who have tuned in just now and are like they're shitting on Baldur's Gate. Don't worry, it's coming. Listen, listen <laughs> there's gonna be a is, lot of uh, love for Baldur's Gate on this list. <laughs> as someone who hasn't played Baldur's Gate and has known uh, Lee and Cat for a while now, um, I can safely state that this is going to be our longest episode, and there's going to be at some point. A three-hour conversation about Baldur's Gate. Correct. And I'm gonna go out and file my taxes and have a cigarette yeah. and like maybe yeah. take a nap. Two tops. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll limit ourselves to two hours. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll be concise. Um. Okay, but so now moving on for now yeah. from Baldur's Sandra. Gate. Get in there. <laughs> oh no 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 my my number three. I'll, oh, I'll oh that was your honorable. Yes, yes. I'll make oh, this quick. Mistake. I'll make this quick because I don't want hate from all of the internet, which I'm going to get. Because the internet fucking loved this movie. And that was the reason why I started watching it. And part of the reason why I was like, other than the clips that the internet has been like sending around to each other, being like, look how good this movie is. This movie is aggressively mid. And that is Puss in Boots The Last Wish. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting spicy rough right off the bat because right. so many people were like, this movie is brilliant. And I agree that there are parts of this movie that are brilliant. There are some sequences that are really fantastic, specifically around the like the wolf villain. Yeah, is done so well. And then the rest of the movie, I'm sitting there like. This sucks. Like the parts that I've, the parts that I have never seen on, like, uh, you know, shared on Twitter or like from Tumblr, or, like, you know, referenced in, I don't know, a TikTok or something like that. Like all of the stuff that the internet just like wasn't talking about. I'm like, that's 90% of the movie. <laughs> and it's not good. It's not bad, but it's also just like, again, aggressively mediocre. So I, yeah, I just, it just didn't, it didn't, it swung for something. It did some things amazingly. It knocked some things absolutely out of the park. Mm -hmm. But most of it, I was just like, I don't, I don't see it, guys. I'm sorry. If you loved this movie, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying I'm probably wrong, but it's on my list, baby. <laughs> Make yeah, your own we, goddamn we, list. <laughs> we here at the Gooncast never want to yuck anybody else's yum. No. You know? no Unless it's not I, I <laughs> Unless it's, thing, yeah. One Fear thing Street. I... I I did love about about Last Wish that I want to throw out is that it it risked suffering from the Spider-Man 3 thing of having too many villains. Mm, and okay. Last uh -huh. Wish had three front yeah. and center antagonists and managed yes. to make the balance work. And uh -huh. I, I, I got to appreciate that. That's pretty fucking good. Sure. You had yes. Big Jack Horner, you had Goldilocks, and you had the mm. wolf. Yes. And yeah. they've, yeah. Yeah. Art style was cool, but okay, I can yeah. I can definitely see it because yeah, that was the internet darling for a while when it came it, out. It really was. It really was. Yeah, and I I completely agree with you that I think again villains I think they did well. Um, like I think some of the art direction was okay. Some of it was not good. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. there were there were a couple. I, I there were a couple of instances where it was very clear. And perhaps this is also that I know some of the behind the scenes stuff for the movie. Uh, there were actually like basically like art direction changes like midway through, like they changed mm. art directors and it 
is really obvious in some of the shots where you're like, oh, that's the new guy that they brought in to clean up the old guy's stuff. And that's the old guy. Um, yeah. And it's just kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, like, and you know, I'm saying this not as I'm not an expert, but my husband is. And he said this stuff as we were, <laughs> as we were watching. Too so, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's my number three. Puss in boots. Good, Good shit. All right, Sabs, lock and load. All right, I got a couple of um, honorable question mark question mark barbarian. Uh, yeah, <laughs> for I mean these will all be pretty quick. Uh, first two honorable in terms of disappointing are uh, Street Fighter: The Legend of Chun Li and The Nun. Oh, uh, oh, oh my God, boys! They're they're Wait, the first nun. The first nun. Yes. Okay. They're okay. they're disappointing for me because they weren't nearly as bad as I was hoping. Mm. Okay. I I Fair. wanted I wanted them to be terrible, like the fun mm -hmm. kind of bad, but mm -hmm. like outside like both both have wonky shit. The Nun is frustratingly has decent ideas and could have yes. been a decent movie, which makes mm -hmm. me annoyed. Uh and Street Fighter: The Legend of Chun Li has some really weird shit in it, like the tiger growl stuff. <laughs> like the tiger stuff, yeah. But it, it's mostly just aggressively mediocre. Yeah. Um And it's just not that fun. Uh, I hear that. In... I, I, I remember when we were watching that, and it was my first time rewatching it since I unfortunately paid ticket price for it in the theaters. Oh, oh. <laughs> and I remember watching it going, yeah, this is dog shit, this is dog shit, but like, I'm not angry at it. Yeah. And then Taboo from the Black Eyed Peas shows up as Vega. And I go, that's right. Now I remember why I fucking hate yeah, this movie. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, then um, in, 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 in what's becoming a uh, <coughs> tradition, uh, my next disappointment that's an honorable mention, although I think it last year actually made the list. Hold on, let me mm. check and just delay. Uh, no, no, it didn't. It didn't. Mm -hmm. It was that bad. It was still a fucking honorable question mark mention. Uh, Scream okay. 6. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, except for it's even worse than Scream 5. I don't want to yeah. get into the behind-the-scenes shit that's been going on, no. which has been really fucking stupid. It's but, been really uh, stupid, though. You know, maybe the franchise can take a rest for a while, because goddamn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then I hemmed people people yeah, online are talking was... about like, oh, they're gonna back a truck up into uh, Neve Campbell's house to like finally pay her. And it's like, no, just just leave the franchise. Yeah, alone, whatever. <laughs> and then I she's done. I hemmed done. I hemmed, done. <laughs> I hemmed and hawed between this and my actual number three. Like <gasps> I was toying between these two. And this is probably okay. my second spiciest disappointing list thing. But I know that Lee will agree with me. Okay. Quake 2. This is my yes. first time oh, playing Quake let's 2. Go. Uh, I really liked Quake 1, and I only played it for the first time a couple years ago, and I was very excited to play Quake 2 whenever Night Dive remastered it. And they remastered it, and it's a very solid remaster. Okay. But Quake 2 is basically like one of those... It, it has nothing to do with the first Quake. It's effectively like a reboot. It's like a reboot sequel where it's like completely different tone, completely different setting, completely different everything, right? Um, the first Quake is like first-person shooter horror, very Lovecraft-inspired. Quake 2 is more aliens, uh, which is fine, but like whatever, it's a bit of a disappointment. But just 
god damn the game was just not that fun and it was really disappointing to play overall and all the weapons felt shit thank like, you like yes. they had they have their like quake 4 had like the super nail gun which is basically the nail gun in quake 1 is is like their shotgun where it just fires nails instead of like shells and it's fucking weighty and tanky and fucking feels great and the super nail gun fires it's basically like a four barrel shotgun and it fucking kicks ass and then you get to quake 2 and fucking every weapon feels like a popcorn fart yes every no, weapon I, I, feels I give out about the fucking super fucking weak okay i in place of conventional religion i have usually looked to the double barreled shotguns of boomer shooters for my <laughs> spiritual revelations and you need punch you need um yeah. yeah you pull the trigger on a fucking super shoddy you know the gold standards doom too the gold standard you need, and everybody you, it, else is the, trying to get there a, a boomer shooter shotgun needs to feel like god busting a nut exactly mm-hmm. and you know what you you couldn't pick the phrasing better just popcorn fart yeah. it's, it's, the it's super shotgun the weakest in shit. is the most is the most impotent fucking oh god and and because putting this on the because list. every weapon feels weak it makes the game needlessly difficult especially because like there's like very little ammo compared to quake one which is weird considering it's a boomer shooter um so like quake one when it gets difficult you feel like genuinely challenged and your skill is being tested but you have all the tools and ammo required whereas quake two you just feel like at a massive fucking disadvantage and not the fun like Oh, I, I I need to like survive by the skin of my teeth sort of disadvantage. This just feels like really badly balanced and shit. Anyways, that's that's my last honorable uh mention and uh it possibly was gonna be number three, and it was number three literally until today. Because oh. I fi- I actually edited my list because I know neither of you have played this and it won't be on any of your lists. Great. Right, copy. And that is demonologist. Oh, it's a okay. Faz clone. It's one of the many Faz clones out there. It left a very strong first impression on me when I first played it months ago, and I think I even yeah. mentioned about it months ago on the Gooncast. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's kind of fallen into the same thing that every other Faz clone has done, where nothing really changes, and um, mm. overall the experience, like whatever the first impression was is basically gone like progression really Mm. really is fucking slow and they have maps locked behind progression um the the game for some reason like okay so like for positives it has a really 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 cool fucking aesthetic where it's not like directly copying like traditional emf readers and stuff like that like the emf readers this almost feels like this homemade piece of junk almost like something you could have potentially seen somebody try to make in like the early 1900s or whatever and it's like this is cool this is a very neat aesthetic and it has some like unique flourishes and 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 horror with an easter eggs that can be done by, by voice chat and stuff like that but it's it's way too reliant on just jump scares uh they has, the game has been out for almost a year at this point and there's as far as i know there's still no proper way to hide during a hunt you just have to loop. And while I personally don't mind looping in Faz, looping just isn't that fun in Demonologist. Um, <coughs> they have 
optional objectives and i say optional in giant quotes because they're actually mandatory if you want to progress because like oh. you there's each each investigation is cut up into three phases there's guess the ghost mm -hmm. and then optional objectives and then there's an exorcism angle, but you can't touch mm -hmm. the exorcism until you've completed all the optional objectives. And the optional objectives are all fucking lame and boring. And it's like, find the hidden symbol on the wall using the, the, the special glass. Or or mm. find X amount of dead rats and put them in a cauldron. It's like, this is dumb, this is stupid. Occasionally, they, they it has a little bit of charm because like one of the optional objectives involves building a fucking ghost gun to shoot the ghost. And I'm like, you know, this is stupid. I love it. Like this is the mm -hmm. right kind of stupid. But for yeah. the most part, uh, it, it's just kind of continued to prove that um, unfortunately, every single direct Faz clone. Like I'm not just talking about like games, multiplayer games with ghosts in them, but like outside of Forewarned, every single Faz clone has just been an unfortunate cash grab or or yeah. development dies and nothing happens. Yeah. And the fact yeah. that I have to sit there and grind on a map, like yeah, <laughs> like, like on one map is yeah, a killer. Yeah, like it. It's the 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 ideal farm strat to unlock maps faster is load in on a map, randomly guess a ghost, and then just complete the optional objectives to earn cash and XP and then leave. And that's not fun. Yeah. It's boring and dull and it, it really pissed me off. Yeah. I dig that. All right, I remember absolutely. playing that. I remember playing that like with you the first time. And, uh, I, re I remember all of y'all being like into it. And yeah. I think, I think that was one of the ones that I was kind of like meh on. Um, so it sucks to hear that it, got worse yeah it, it just they, it hasn't really evolved it's just been yeah. the same thing and yeah. it's, it's really upsetting i want there to be a faz clone that is on par or better than faz i want to see this genre grow i want competition breeds excellence and yeah. even as much as i like faz it does some mm -hmm. goofy bad stuff from time to time and i does, I, yeah. I just i just i just want a good alternative I mean, that's yeah exactly it's it's we're, we're not we're not bashing Faz because we you know we know how much uh, everybody knows how much James loves Phasmo and uh, as do we um, but yeah, yeah I mean sometimes it's kind of natural part of development where sometimes you course correct for something that didn't need course correcting or mm -hmm. whatever but yeah um, the fact that it's kind of really the only one out there that's like worth like it doesn't really have competition right like we have a couple of clones that are like, oh, this is really fun. This is cool to do. It does not have the staying power of Phasma, though. Nope. So. Yeah, yeah it's, that's it's a good one. Yeah, it, it, it was pretty, pretty, pretty rough. But, you know, what are you going to do? All play right, fast. Lee. Play yeah. fast, yeah. That's what you'll do is play fast. All <laughs> right, number two, most disappointing. Uh, it was only an honorable mention for Saber, but it's on the list for me. Oh my god, boys! It's the nun! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god, boys! It's the yeah, nun! Nun, number two. Beautiful. Uh, disappointed once it. again, just because of what could have been. Mm -hmm. This is... when we, uh, we we talked about this uh, on the episode about the nun, and so I'll keep my thoughts brief. Mm -hmm. um, this was set up like the most badass like four or five session D&D &D campaign. Yes. And 
everything that could have gone wrong went wrong and it started with the fucking cemetery gag i'm not even gonna call it a scare i'm gonna uh-huh. call it a gag it's a, ga- it's a gag because li- like if 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 we were supposed to do anything other than laugh at that moment yes you can't help but laugh. it's hilarious yeah i i love this idea of you know, uh, this team of three, you've got the specialist who's coming from the Vatican. You've got you've got the nun who's on the inside of the of the whole operation. And you've oh, got yeah. the comic relief, you know, yep. smarmy <laughs> guy. And you set up this, you know, creepy setting. You've got an antagonist that you still don't really understand. There's weird, spooky bullshit going on. Awesome. You could really let this play out in a few cool different ways. But because they had to shoehorn this into the Conjuring verse, and because Ugh. just tonally they didn't really, I think, understand what they were trying to do. No. It just fell totally flat, which is a bummer, because I think that as a premise, this thing was really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I, I've already rambled about this during the episode on The Nun, so I'm just going to keep it brief there. The Nun, what could have been? At least it wasn't The no. Nun 2. Oh, true. I wonder if I, I'm I'm curious if we'll talk about that today. <laughs> um, I'll I'll just say this, uh, not really as a spoiler, but um, my worst of list for this year was so fucking intense that yep. my dishon that my dishonorable mentions for worst has some fucking contenders. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I can this, I can dig it. I had to scrape the shit out of it. Trash. Yeah, yeah. Uh. All right, oh, so boy. that's it. None nice. number two. None number two. All right. So my number two, um, I'm kind of sighing because I actually, for the longest time, this was not on my list at all. Like, okay. I just, I didn't even mention it. Um, and uh, I think for me, it probably actually wasn't a disappointment um, because I got what was on the tin when I... Uh-huh. when I grabbed it, right? Like, I was specifically looking for something that was not very good. And specifically, I was, like, motivated to play this by a review that complained about a bunch of things with it. And, like, specific- was a very negative review and said, this is why this game sucks. And okay. I looked at the list of complaints and I said, you know what? I can work with that. <laughs> I want to... I, I, I needed a game that was just going to be, like, a mindless collectathon where I could just put on a podcast and mm. fucking tune everything out. I needed something to just, like, not pay attention to. Um, but this is, again, more of a, like, what could have been type thing. Yeah. Because there's another game on this list that I played after this that made me realize, oh, actually, this kind of game can be really good. And this is this is just actually a really aggressively mediocre um version of that um so my number two is forespoken oh, um okay. <laughs> yeah and i i platinumed it and i didn't hate platinuming oh, it although really, there did. was there was one trophy that i was like i was furious at because there was a fucking qte dance section where <laughs> literally the the events that like the button prompts for what button to press next if you waited for the prompt to show up on screen you would fail in the fi- like the final like there were like it was three QTEs that you had to complete and they increasing in difficulty and the last one was so stupid it was 25 prompts in a row and you had to just memorize them 
because literally it was too fast to actually and i was just like i was sitting there i'm like who the who did this why why is there not a like accessibility option to lower the difficulty here like maybe just make it a single button press like you know like like supermassive fucking figured out <laughs> like yeah. you know it's stuff where it's like like that sort of thing so anyway there were things that made me frustrated but then you know i mean like i literally was just like i need something mindless and this was mindless um i think i think also to me part of the reason i wanted to put it on the disappointments list was that um the conversation like surrounding it was just really like nobody played this game and people were just ragging on it based on like some out of context clips of the dialogue it was it was the fun thing it was like the 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 inclusive thing to do for the community was just shit talk this game yes yes exactly and there are there are there are plenty of people that like watched people play it and decided not for me like this is a bad game and that's fine but i'm talking about the people who like literally just watched the one clip where it's like oh i, I shoot fireballs now or whatever the fuck it was and and just like memed the shit out of that and i'm like i'm like okay there are plenty of things to criticize about this game there are plenty of things to talk about with this game. And I'm like really upset that, or no, I'm not really upset, but I was upset by the fact that like, I couldn't actually talk about it to, to this with anybody because literally the only frame of reference people had was, oh, dialogue bad. And I'm like, right. okay, like, cool. That's, you know, I we don't have anything to talk about then. Um, I think for me, like the combat was really good. Although again, I played a much better example of this genre later that made me go, oh, that's actually good combat. This was just kind of okay combat. Like, mm -hmm. it was, it was, I, I still enjoyed it for what it was, but it also, like, didn't really hold a candle to, like, a really shining example of the genre. Um, and I also, I mentioned to, I mentioned to you guys that they did something at the very end that sort of, like, recontextualized a relationship with, like, you know, uh, with one of the other NPCs. That really, I was like, more games need to do this because I miss this genre of, and I'm just going to spoil it, basically like the bracelet that you talk to for like most of the, the game, like your, your like little companion guy who's always with you, who you're always talking to. Mm -hmm. um, he's actually the bad guy. Oh, you, have to you have to fight him at the end. <clears throat> and then at the end, like, like the way they kind of continue the, you know, because I, I also have a problem with like big open world games where they'll be like, oh, here's this world-changing event at the very end, and then we have to, like, you know, basically just, like, reset you before the world-changing event, or, like, you know, basically just, like... A lot of open-world games do a really terrible job of allowing you to keep playing after the end game, and this one actually didn't do a terrible job, because it said, like, it said, like, okay, she doesn't have a bracelet anymore, but then, just kidding, actually, she does, because she just trapped him. So, then all of the banter kind of becomes, like, the villain and the hero in the post-game constantly ribbing each other, and, like, being like, oh, you'll, you know, like, I'll get out eventually kind of shit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I was like, that's fucking fun. I like that shit. It's basically just, like, potato GLaDOS on your hand for the rest of, like, for, for, for trophy cleanup. And I was like, Hell yeah. I was like, I love that shit. That's awesome. Um, uh, but then, um, and the other thing was just, like, the pacing was really bad. So, like, because, like, you, um, the, the combat is a lot of, like, powers that you absorb from other people. It's basically, like, infamous, um, which is probably another reason I liked it. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, but, um, 
but basically like you get the first power and then you have a you have a really long time to kind of get to know those powers and then you get the second third and fourth power like one after the other like hours later and it's just like what what is this why is this pace this way um because basically it's just like you you have like a boss gauntlet at the end it's very clearly like they ran out of time they ran out of money they had to cut things had to cut corners whatever but it's just yeah so for for a lot of reasons for spoken's on this disappointing list um but yeah i mean i didn't again i signed up for it it wasn't like a i was hyped for the game and then i played it and i was like oh that sucks it was more like I, I saw it was a disappointment already, and I said, cool, just like me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. Be Good pick. Before I get into to mine, one of the things that uh, you mentioned about, like, uh, in terms of uh, interesting post-game in an open-world thing, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. that I really wish we got was Prey 2, like, original mm -hmm. Prey 2, before Bethesda decided to fucking kill it off by fucking over the studio, and then mm -hmm. just... Fucking call some other game Prey because IP, even though it has nothing to do with Prey. Yeah. Because uh, a bunch of details came out about it, <clears throat> the game, in, in the last couple years. And uh, the most interesting thing is the game's twist, where it kind of did mm. this whole uh, Bioshock-esque thing of, of, like, whenever you die, you'd, like, wake up in, like, a Vita Chamber sort of thing or whatever, mm -hmm. except for in this case, like, it's your apartment. But then you get to the end of the game... And uh, you find hundreds and hundreds of your corpse, and yeah. you realize that you've been cloned every single time you die. Yeah, and I love uh, that. <clears throat> the end of the game uh, had you like escaping the situation and, and getting back home to Earth. And like mm -hmm. the ending cinematic was like this montage of, of you living out the rest of your life back home on Earth, starting a family, and you die oh, no. surrounded by your loved ones, and then it uh -huh. fades to black. And you wake, and up, you wake up back in your apartment, back in the middle of fucking yes! space. Let's go, moon ending. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's the shit right there. It's like yeah. when I read that, because I was already like super stoked for Prey 2, because I liked Prey mm -hmm. 1 a lot. Like, Prey mm -hmm. 1 fucking slaps hard. And Prey mm -hmm. 2 was going to be a fucking space bounty hunting video game, like an open world bounty oh. hunting video game set in space. Oh. And it's like, this looks Beautiful. so fucking cool. Mm -hmm. Uh... And then Bethesda killed it in favor of fucking over the devs for not agreeing to mm. a buyout. It was great. Great. Mm -hmm. Love it. Thank you, Bethesda. Oh, yeah, speaking of tech companies, uh, my next disappointment is Megan. Oh! Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That Look was on my list for a really long time. Yeah, uh, I don't yeah. really have much to say other than what we said in our previous yeah. video on Megan outside mm -hmm. of just... Uh, yeah, it it's just kind of a bit of a tonal nightmare, and yeah. uh, it's it should have been R. It it should have been R, and I think we watched the unrated version, didn't we? That was yeah. had more blood, and it should have been should, more R. And... Yeah, they should have from the beginning. They should because and apparently the the screenwriter has posted on Twitter being like, we had an R-rated script, and they made us tone it down. Sounds so even before. Right. Yeah, even before they were filming, they were like, no, 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 we're going for PG-13. So it's like, no, give us the R-rated script. Yeah, and and it's it. I, I also mentioned how the fucking little kid should have had a fucking zany one-liner before, like, icing Megan. And just, yeah. the film should have been more fun and more campy. And instead yeah. it, was, it was just kind of a mess. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't want to talk about Megan anymore. We did an episode on it with <laughs> Hex. We did. Uh, we did. Go, go, go! Listen to that, or don't. I don't fucking care. I'm done. 
All right. What do you mean? We have to shill for our uh, new subscribers from uh, from we yesterday. Gotta the, we got to do the TikTok dance so that it trends <laughs> and people come see our movie. Remember that? Remember when the murder robot did the TikTok dance? Yeah, I do. I remember. I don't want to remember. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, number one. Oh, God. Oh, we're in the spice team. We're in, we're in spice this, mode, right? Yeah, this is yeah. spice mode. This is we, this before... is spice not be, this is spice not because it's controversial. Mm. Um, it is spice in that it's something I've never done on a list before. Ooh. Um, oh. my disappointment is a human being. <laughs> oh. Um, and me, I I thanks. Dude. I yeah. I am I am so so fucking disappointed at. I, you know when when you're watching a movie and you see a, a performer who's like on the rise and you go I don't know what this person's done before but uh -huh. I'm I'm behind them I'm with them oh no this is okay. my new fucking person uh-huh yes and yes every single thing I saw this person in oh, was killing it I know where this and is I going this this guy is about to become oh, one no. of my favorite actors of oh, all time. Oh no! Yeah, I know where I know where this. My is going number about one to. is Jonathan Majors. Oh, ooh! I am oh, so rough. fucking upset on a mm -hmm. visceral level because I Lovecraft Country. I thought yeah. this show sucks, but this dude is great yeah mm -hmm. and then fucking creed 3 i'm like oh, oh god. this is he, the baddest fucking he was dude. so good in creed 3 and like, oh my and god i'm not a big marvel guy at this phase of their movies but you know fucking kang mm -hmm. just everything that this dude was showing up in i i was one of those guys who felt like i was on the you know the hype train early yeah. I'm like I'm I'm a, I'm a day one Jonathan Majors guy. Let's go. I can't wait to see this dude's career take off. Yeah. And then he's a piece of shit. Yep. Yeah. And um I I did I did what I felt was the right thing of like, you know, I I, I don't want to make this a big like fucking political thing. Yeah. I didn't put him on this list until the verdict came out. Yeah. I was yeah. not going to jump onto an internet witch hunt about shit that I don't know in people's yes. lives. I don't understand. Yeah. But when the verdict hit, I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm yeah. so bummed out at just what what could have been if yeah. this guy just was a more ethical human being. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I. Yeah, it always sucks when that kind of thing happens because... Yeah, it's just like you, you, I, and I am somebody who's very much like I wish I wish we could be better about like you know not you know separate the art from the artist kind of thing where it's like oh you can appreciate you know like Lovecraft is a great example right like mm -hmm. I appreciate his work dude was a piece of shit yeah. but at the same time it's like nowadays you know I don't agree with people being like I don't agree with this person's political beliefs therefore they're a terrible human being like. Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of like, that's not great. But, like, you know, when I'm sitting there, I'm like, I can never really watch a Kevin Spacey movie again because I know right. he's, I know he wasn't, you know, officially declared guilty, but it's like, hey, guys. Right. <laughs> that's more because all of the, all of the people coming out died mysteriously than anything else. So, you know, I mean, allegedly, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> just to cover my bases here, but, 
but yeah, I think I think I, I definitely agree with you there. Jonathan yeah, Majors it, was like a rising star, and yeah, the fact that he's just yeah, yeah. I, I I try not to let I try not to start disliking an artist's work just because of yes. their real life yeah you know issues yes. yes you know like i uh you know i, I think spacey's a great example like yeah it's like uh, you know, i still, I'm not gonna... I still consider seven my one of my it's probably my favorite movie of all time exactly and it's just like i i have to i have to basically just be like you know what he's a very small percentage of the movie like yes he's a huge role but i mostly love it because David Fincher fucking kills it. Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman are like the buddy cop duo that I yeah. want in like every fucking kind of movie. And I'm, uh, uh, uh. yeah. And it's like, it, it and the twist the point, is so good. <laughs> it reaches a point where like, if they do release something new, yeah, it kind of immediately lets you know how you feel. So like if a new mm -hmm. movie dropped tomorrow with Jonathan Majors in the leading role, and it looks like a badass action flick or something, I would still probably not go see it, even yeah. though I have, you know, these strong feelings. Like, um, there's been a lot of controversy lately about um Gerard the completionist on on YouTube oh, yeah. Yeah. taking all these all this donation money and like not giving it to the fundraisers and, and organizations he was promising for like a decade he was going mm -hmm. to. And the evidence is pretty damning. And yeah. then yesterday he just he dropped a completionist video like nothing happened yikes and everybody commenting on it on youtube is like woof that's a bold move there chief <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 so yeah i don't want to beat it too much into the ground just no. yeah i i was on yeah. board with this guy for the long haul and yeah. it's a bummer so jonathan majors yeah. number one most disappointing of last year damn damn dude that's you're right that is spicy for sure <laughs> yeah mine Mine is going to be spicy for a different reason. <laughs> my my number one disappointment. Tell me what your number one is and why it's near Automata. <laughs> you, James. Don't spoil my goddamn lead up. Yeah, we knew it Automata. was coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So, okay. So, as a backstory, I, I know, I know. People are going to be like, this this person, their taste just fucking sucks. What the fuck? They don't like near what the fuck? I know it's like a darling among people who are into like artsy games. Yeah, it's a darling between between okay. me and Lee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. I know it's a darling. I have been sitting here listening to these two <laughs> gush about this game for years now. More so, James, I think. But yeah. like, still, both of you. I love it. <laughs> so, and 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 specifically after I finished Baldur's Gate. James was like on my case about like when are you gonna when are you gonna play fucking near? I've I've I mean, had the game forever. Play yeah, I've been on near, your so case like, for three years because I gave yeah, it to you yes, three years ago at yes, the exactly. start of the pandemic. Exactly, and and so I played it, and I I I just did not like it. It just it immediately it immediately pissed me off because uh it was a bullet hell, which just gives me a headache. I can't. I can't do bullet hells. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I know, I like, I, I see them and I'm like, wow, that's very impressive that somebody's able to dodge all that stuff. My eyes can't even ascertain what's happening, let alone how to counter it. So, um, it immediately did that. The, there were tutorials that were like telling me how to do things on screen that were wrong. <laughs> 
And it led to me dying in the intro, which gives a fake ending, which then makes you restart that whole chapter. And I was just like, I fucking hate this game. I think I hate Yoko Taro. Yoko Taro, <laughs> baby! <laughs> like, I was just genuinely like, I, like, this... Yeah, and so, but I, I kept going. I got the plat. There were, there were definitely some things that I liked. Most notably, I liked when the twist happened. Unfortunately, it took 40 hours of gameplay to get to something I liked. Um, everything before that was very, like, very miss for me. To I hated it. Uh, I ended up I like I try I tried it on normal difficulty because I like to usually start games on on normal difficulty like the mod just you know the the like what it is on the you know on the tin it's like this is the one we developed for this is how you should this is the true experience whatever. Um, I tried that and I was just like I hate this combat so much and James was like just put it on easy just put it on easy and put all the like auto stuff on and I did and I was like okay. It hasn't made me like the combat at all, but it has made it so I don't have to engage with it at all. Yeah. <laughs> and that that was basically what got me through the game. I would have put it down if I hadn't had the ability to like automate most of the combat stuff. I'll be devil's um, advocate on that one. As as yeah. a big fan of Automata, yeah. I I realized that probably 80% of my love for it is the is that we yes the the <laughs> art direction the character mm -hmm. design the atmosphere like mm -hmm. kind of everything about the world setting uh, there's mm -hmm. something about yoko taro's like fucked up brain that i really appreciate um but yeah the devil's advocate side is i think yeah i think that combat system fucking sucks yeah yeah it's it's I've... rough like okay. when you get the bayonetta witch time shit going on that's cool mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. other than mm -hmm. that yeah that's a rough third person action game bullet hill yeah yeah fusion I yeah, I just, I did not, I did not like it. Uh, I also, I didn't care for traversal. Um, I, I thought, I You thought, mean where you have to, you have to go through like a third of the game before you unlock the ability to waypoint? Yeah, yeah, I was just like, <laughs> I, and I, I am also somebody who, when side quests get unlocked, especially because I read that like some side quests can get, you can get locked out of them based on progression. I was like, well, as soon as the side quest unlocks, I need to do it. So I was like running across the map for like most of... And at some point, I just did exactly what I did with Forspoken, where I put on a put on a podcast and I just pretended like I wasn't there. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, and I think soundtrack. The, okay, this yes, the soundtrack is really fucking yeah, good. Yeah, there you but, go. Yeah, That's the right. soundtrack is really good. I also I like the character designs. Um, I didn't uh I didn't care for the upskirt um trophy. Uh, I also didn't, I know that there was also one for running around as 9S in his underwear, and I was just like, well, considering how much I hate 9S, and I never, I, I was like, I was ranting about 9S for a while, and uh, uh, both of you were like, let him cook, and I was like, even, even as I was fucking rolling the final credits, I was like, wow, I still hated 9S. <laughs> <laughs> the only character I liked was A2. Yes, because, best girl. Because she seemed as pissed about being in the game as I was. <laughs> She was like, every time somebody told her to do something, she was like, shut up. And I was like, damn girl, same. <laughs> um, oh, I love it. There was also, there was also a lot of instances where, uh, I had my, like my movement shut down where like characters were talking and I couldn't, I either couldn't move or I was stuck in a forced walk. And I was like, this is really annoying. I don't know why you're locking my movement so badly here. Um, 
there was a hundred percent crash on like Golden Path, um, which is a PS5 only crash apparently, and it did have a workaround. Um, and I know that they can't patch anything for this game because Sony is weird at them. Um, but that was also kind of frustrating. And uh, yeah, I could I could rant forever about this game, but I won't <laughs> because I know I know a lot of people, including people in this room who I like and admire and I don't want to uh, um, uh, I don't want to just needlessly rag on things that they like again no, no, dude not, get in there not, I'm not I'm not yucking I'm not yucking y'all's yum I can fuck my shit up fam <laughs> I I can I can totally get why you like it it's just for me I was like it just no not my vibes <laughs> at all so yeah, yeah that's stuff. that's number one near automata. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. James, you've been scarily silent this whole time. <laughs> Please. Be because I told you my pick is spicier than yours. Oh my god. Oh. Is it really? Yeah. Oh dear. Okay. I'm going to rip oh, the band-aid off. Oh god. It's Resident Evil 4 2023. <gasps> Ooh. What? Yeah. Okay. When you're remaking <laughs> arguably <laughs> what? Like, I, I was oh, always god. in. James. I was now always. Where the taters are. <laughs> I was always in camp. Resident Evil 4 doesn't need a remake. Yes, okay. there are elements of the original Resident Evil 4. Wait, hasn't it been remade like four It's been times? ported oh, multiple oh, okay. times. All right. It's yeah. it's okay. if you want to get technical, it's been quasi remade as like uh, mm -hmm. uh an Oculus VR game, but yes, it, it uses right. it uses all of the original game's assets. Oh, okay. It's just right. converted. So it's more it's of like a, a like yeah, yeah, like a spiritual remaster. Yeah, God, I hate and that I and, just said and that out loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> and it, that's also one of the ones where, like, I kind of refuse to 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 touch that 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 VR version because yeah. uh, one one of my big staples with um, game preservation is there are aspects of a game right where five, ten, fifteen, twenty years later they might not age well, and the original Resident Evil Four has some some somewhat questionable elements from like two thousand five game design, right? Mm -hmm. Like they they actually included an animation in like the original Resident Evil Four where Ashley will like cover her hands over her crotch if you actually attempt to look up her skirt and she'll call you a pervert, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, sure, that hasn't aged well. It's not that great. Slap a mm -hmm. disclaimer on it, and I'm fine, right? Mm -hmm. But like when you're when you're using all the original assets and all the original animations and you're converting it to like VR or mm -hmm. you're you're just making a traditional remaster and you start to remove those elements. I'm not necessarily defending those elements, but I'm defending like the preservation of the original work as it was mm -hmm. and just mm -hmm. stick like it kind of like those old racist Warner Brothers cartoons where mm -hmm. they'll stick a disclaimer on it and be like, hey, we don't agree with this. This is aged mm -hmm. poorly, but we're presenting it as it was originally intended because it's a very slippery slope when you start making adjustments like that. It's it's yeah, Song like, of the South is still a piece of like animation history. Just yeah, you know, it, it's it's like the 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 yeah, the, the idea mean, of replacing cigarettes in older movies with like lollipops or or mm, you know sure. like censoring anime for a younger audience. I I don't I don't like it. I don't want to. I don't want to 
dip into that. But anyways, that's I don't know, fun. man. I love when Funimation turns the Yu-Gi-Oh goons with guns into guys aggressively pointing. Yeah, or or, or like the 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 uh another an, another good example which everybody hates uh is uh ET, you know, where they removed all the walk guns and replaced them with walkie-talkies because I, So I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that at all. Okay. So uh, I will I will say as as someone who has remade a game in recent history um there are i think some things that i would disagree with you on that well, like I, I like yeah is there's a difference for me between a remaster and a remake like resident evil mm -hmm. 4 remake like some people online are freaking out that oh i can't look up ashley's skirt it's censored it's like no it's not censored oh. it's a remake Oh, it's it's okay, a completely different thing. I, I'm talking my, about like yes. a remaster. You're talking about the remaster cutting it down. Yeah, okay. or like yeah, like uh, gotcha. one of one of the other things too. For example, is is Mass Effect Two, right? Where um, Mass Effect oh. Two objectifies uh, Miranda Lawson a lot. Like, there's oh, a lot of ass okay. shots of her, and in the remaster, <laughs> yes. they they remove the ass shots. Now that doesn't make or break a game, but it's uh -huh. like just stick a fucking disclaimer on it. It's not a remake, right? I I yeah. get that this hasn't aged well. And I mm -hmm. get that it's not great, but like it's a very slippery slope in terms of yeah, okay, censoring no, I, a remaster. Yeah, I, get, I get what I get what you're saying now. Yeah, if yeah. it's a if it's a remake, changes are Re yeah, remake. I don't give a shit because you're Re remake. It's... Yeah, yeah, remake. You can choose to exclude stuff because it's not the original game. A mm -hmm. remaster is technically speaking the original game, or it 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 purports to be anyway. Yeah. And if God, you start keep, uh, editing I... stuff, then it's not. It's technically not a remake anymore. Or, yeah. Sorry, it's technically not a remaster anymore. I shouldn't still be astounded at the number of people who, like, make that a big, like, point of argument. Like, I'm the local mm. degenerate. I'm the bodice off <laughs> of Booba over here. Yeah, but yeah. if your number one complaint is, oh, I can't look up the NPC skirt, I think you've got a fucking problem. Just download, just get, just get the PC version and make, get a mod or something. I don't fucking care. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, anyways. Exactly. Her model has been imported to Blender already. <laughs> just go anyways, Google it. Anyways, yeah, exactly. uh, we're slightly yeah. off topic. Um, yes, when, no, when, we're not. When... <laughs> I was I was always in camp. Resident Evil Four doesn't need a remake. Okay. Uh, at least not yet. The original game is available fucking everywhere, True. and it played like there are aspects mechanically that haven't really aged the best. But for the most part, almost anybody who has never played Resident Evil Four could pick it up and play it and they won't have a problem this is kind of like the genesis of modern third person shooting and it knocks it out of the fucking park right it's kind of like mm -hmm. I, your best equivalent i i would say uh uh cat and lee would be like resident evil 5 right like there's elements of that sure that haven't aged well but resident evil 4 plays about as well as resident evil 5 and you both were able to play resident evil 5 just fine it for me remaking yeah. resident evil 4 would be like remaking Ocarina of Time. It's fucking suicide. It's an insurmountable mm. task, right? It's frequently mm. cited as one of the best games of all time. And instead of doing the smart thing of waiting and, and remaking, say, Resident Evil Code Veronica first, or Zero, or one of the uh, lesser-like spinoffs and maybe give them a new light, or even do the fucking insane thing and remake Resident Evil 1 again, but now in RE Engine... Okay. Oh, um, they decided to remake Resident Evil 4. And mm -hmm. there's not much like Resident Evil remaking Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3, I get. Even though Resident Evil 2 is also one of the best games of all time, it's a fixed camera angle tank controlled game, and you're mm -hmm. remaking it as a modern third person horror game. 
I can see like the I can appreciate it as like a different interpretation of the story, yeah. right? Yeah. But when yeah. you're remaking a modern third person action game as a yeah. modern third person action game, um stuff it's it's gonna feel weird. Uh and especially when you start fucking with the economy and fucking with the mechanics. Uh the fact that Listen, knife James, don't complain. I want Sheva. In... The, I, I want Sheva, I want Sheva to return but in Resident Evil 5 listen, Remake. Knife having durability is fucking trash. Yeah. Uh, original Resident Evil 4, Knife does not have durability. It has infinite durability. If you run out of ammo, which is unlikely in the original, original Resident Evil 4 because there's a fuck ton of ammo, you can still salvage almost any situation and take out almost anything with that knife. There were moments, especially on a harder difficulty in Resident Evil 4, where I was out of ammo and my knife broke and my only option is, well, I guess I'll die now. Jesus. Uh, I, I hate that shit. Yeah. I, I, like, I'm sorry. I know it's like, I, I know it's part of the like difficulty. And they expanded I, the I, knife's I don't, I don't tool agree. set. They expanded the knife's tool set. Yeah. I get that they wanted to give it some drawbacks because now you can counter chainsaw attacks with the knife and you can do Ooh. stealth kills and all this crazy mm -hmm. shit. Uh, but I don't care. That's not worth giving knife durability. Uh, mm -hmm. They added ammo mixing from the more recent Resident Evil remakes. Uh, and to compensate that, they just decided to cut down ammo across the board in favor of gunpowder, mm -hmm. but it requires too much fucking gunpowder to make mm -hmm. ammo, so you're constantly, like, again, this isn't, <coughs> this isn't a strict horror game like Resident Evil 2 or Resident Evil 3, mm -hmm. uh, where limited ammo is fine. This is a mostly bombastic action game. I should not be struggling this fucking hard with ammo consumption. Um, yeah. I'm not looking forward to a... Yeah. If they do ever remake Resident Evil 5. Because that is... Like, if Resident Evil 4 is a bombastic action game, holy fuck. Yeah, uh, they... <laughs> It feels sloppier, like iframes are far fucking off compared to the original. Like, if you're jumping off a ledge in the original Resident Evil 4 and someone takes a swing at you, uh, you're not taking any damage because you're in, like, an invulnerability state as you jump off a ledge. Oh, yeah. In RE4 Remake, you jump off a ledge and an enemy takes a swing at you, you just take yeah. damage because fuck you. Yeah, um, yeah. I remember that. Now, don't get me wrong, I do actually like Resident Evil 4 Remake, but mm -hmm. for me, it is a substantial step down mm -hmm. from the original game. Like, Resident mm -hmm. Evil 2 versus Resident Evil 2 Remake, I think Resident Evil 2 Remake is more playable, but I prefer the original, oh. and I think RE2 mm -hmm. Remake is a slight step down from the original overall. Uh, Resident Evil 3 versus Resident Evil 3 Remake kind of on equal footing for me because I was the never big, biggest fan of Resident Evil 3. Resident mm -hmm. Evil 4 is like my second or third favorite Resident Evil game. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's it's kind of the gold standard, the de facto, like the reason why Uncharted and Gears of War and Last of Us and, and, and uh, ev every single fucking over-the-shoulder shooter exists is yeah. because of Resident Evil 4. It's that fucking influential. And Capcom dropped the ball, in my opinion, quite a bit. Uh, mm -hmm. Again, I like the game. I, I, I've, uh, I think I platinumed it on PS4 already, and I'm on the process of platuming Shit. it on PS5. Uh, I've just been nice. slacking on that. But 
and I did all the mercenary shit and like the separate and the separate ways content, which got expanded upon uh, pretty tremendously. There's a, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that I could go into, but I don't really want to. But yeah, that's mm-hmm. my uh, that's my spicy my spicy disappointment. Nice. It's it. it's 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 a, it's a solid like B or or maybe yeah. like eight out of ten for me if I were to give a score, and I don't like giving but- scores. Yeah, yeah, but, but uh, because in comparison to a in a comparison to like a, a, a banger eleven out of ten, the original right, is okay. all fucking all right. thrill, no fucking filler. It mm-hmm. it is it has a lot of corn and a lot of cheesy shit to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yeah. but but the remake loses a fair bit of that. Like I guess one one other thing too is like I think the villains are far far more underdeveloped than they were in the fucking janky. 2005 era c- cinematic stuff because in OG RE4 the villains would like constantly harass you via radio and like shit talk you and then you'd shit talk them back as gone from the remake so like Osmond Sadler you don't get any personality with Osmond Sadler until like he pops up in a cinematic every once in a while and it's it's kind of boring mm-hmm. yeah yeah, I mean, solid, solid game. And I get why everybody likes it, but for me, it it is a substantial step down. And uh, yeah, uh, uh, if you want to cancel me, you can do so at uh, Twitch.tv/saber0307. Nah, for our disappointments, all three of us woke up and chose violence. We yeah, a hundred percent. Fucking a. We were uh, we we're out for blood. Yeah. All right. All right. So, one of the worst. Yeah. Well, hold on. Speaking of out for blood, hey Lee, can I get a game show thing? No. No, James, don't put that in your body. Uh, so yeah, I once again uh, because I needed more G Fuel shaker cups because all mine exploded. Um, yep. Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> Oh my God. baby let's go freddy's oh. come <laughs> yeah this is uh this is apparently um cream demon this is uh, a a tart fruit punch i see a theme here where it's I bet it it's, is. it's 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 fruit punch across the board for slashers i can't wait for evil dies tonight which is i don't fucking know sour fruit punch because the last halloween movies were fucking sour all right yes yeah, smells tarty Yeah, it tastes tardy. All right. Anyways, oh. let's get on to the worst. Lee, hey, what's oh, your dishonor? Like Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So moving on to the worst. Oh, boy. What a fucking year for oh. dog uh-huh. shit. Oh, uh-huh. my God. Uh-huh. So I, I, I mentioned this briefly to my co-hosts over uh, over text, but just so it's out on the air. Building this Golden Rocco's was by far the most interesting one so far because I feel like in the top 10 best, it's like my top three are set in stone fucking classics. Four mm-hmm. through seven are solid. And then, like, there was this weird pool of, like, 20 things that could have filled out the rest of the space that were all just kind of, like, good. And then I had to stand in awe <laughs> of how much dog shit I had to endure <laughs> this year. I, I didn't even include all of it in the dishonorable mentions because it, it was just too depressing. So uh, I, I, I honed down the dishonorable mentions quite a bit. Uh, there's someone inside your house. Uh, there, there is no house. 
<laughs> nope. And I don't think anyone is in it. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Mo- moving on. <laughs> uh, the Nun 2. None Harder. Oh. Um, <laughs> none Harder. This, this fucking sucked. Next victim. Yep. Yep. Uh, this last one is only a dishonorable mention because, for transparency, I did not play it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I did not need to play it after seeing what had become of this thing. Uh, Blizzard just needs to stop. Because, holy shit, oh. Diablo 4. No. Ooh, uh-huh. Oh my god. Oof. Guys, just... Let it go. Hey, hey! remember six months before Diablo 4 came out, I was telling you Diablo 4 is going to be a piece of shit, and you're like, yeah, it's going to be a piece of shit, and then everybody called us insane. And then it came out, and it was a piece of shit. And it was a gigantic <laughs> piece of shit. Uh, fuck you, I'm right, fuck you, I'm right, fuck yeah. you, I'm right. <laughs> it's so, yeah. it's the stunning power of clairvoyancy that we have to isolate um, really shitty design decisions. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I'm I'm Oof. constantly I'm constantly amazed at how much that company continues to shit the bed. So I can't wait to see what they do in the future. All right, moving on. Worst of 2023, number five. Let's talk corn politics. <laughs> yeah. Hold, hold on. <laughs> Children of the yeah, corn 2023 is worse than there's someone inside your house. That's a far spicier take for me. I quit the show. I, I, I gauge it that way because when I build my list, I take into account what I believe went into it to create the mm-hmm. final product. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Children of the Corn had a lot more going for it on like a conceptual level. It's, mm-hmm. you know, a remake of a beloved classic from the modern master of horror. They gave it money and... And we got whatever the fuck that was. We got corn politics. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna chew on this one too much. Um, but this whole era of like remaking classics and putting a new coat of paint on them, and let's try to keep them modern and updated and relevant. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm over it. Yeah. I'm I'm still gonna like touch base on them every now and then because I want to see what kind of stupid shit they're thinking up these days. But Children of the Corn 2023 was just such a stellar, frustrating disappointment. And if you had told me that I would be watching an almost two-hour movie about old people and children arguing over the state of the corn, I would say, my good man, how could this possibly be? as dull as you're saying this sounds riveting mm-hmm. and then a cg cornstalk monster shows up in the last 15 minutes yep i yep randall flag is one of literature's greatest villains and they will consistently find ways to shit all over his legacy <laughs> yeah fair enough <laughs> Yeah, I, I I really can't go into this thing any more than we did during we, the fucking corn yeah, episode. I was I was gonna say we have a whole podcast ranting about this and many more things corn. Oh, <laughs> um, other than the band corn, so. who are great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Corn corn had a rough year, I guess. <laughs> this was indeed a rough oh, for year us. for corn. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, the less I say, the better. I'm gonna save my time venting on more uh 
more delicious topics. Oh, oh, we got so. we got vents coming up, baby. So yeah, actually, and I, I'll say it. Uh, I'll say it now um, because I was just reviewing my list of the worst uh, during our recording, actually. So just like a half hour ago, mm-hmm. and I realized I completely missed something deserving of being on my worst list. Ooh, and okay. Even though, like, just sliding it in would like fuck up the whole system of like if it's higher on somebody else's list like wait until then Uh so i'm just gonna wait until we get to the number one spot to talk about it because it might actually have been my number one if i had thought about it okay okay all right (laughs) we'll get there interesting interesting. children of the corn number five nice all right my my dishonorable mentions uh i i i cut it down to two um even though that list was intense it was a it was a real knockdown drag out brawl for a good month of me being Mm -hmm. like is this worse than this other one did i hate this more was i angrier at this etc um so my first dishonorable mention is um uh thanks to their goddamn patriarchy exorcist believer um yes we already had a podcast about it so i'm not gonna go too much into it it just it sucked it was awful um, and my number, my number two on Dishonorable, um, actually related to what James was just talking about. Um, so I, I played Resident Evil 4 Remake for the first time. Um, I've never played, sorry, rather, I've never played Resident Evil 4 before the remake. So that was my first experience with it. And, um, if the goal of the buddy AI design was anything other than make me hate Ashley Graham with every fiber of my being, right? then they failed. <laughs> Look. Because Ashley Graham in Resident Evil 4 Remake is one of the worst buddy AIs I've ever had the displeasure to have to drag around a fucking map. She sucked. Yeah, that's, I hated that, her. That's part, of the, that's part of one of, the, like, the, one of my major yeah. Yeah. dislikes, because RE4, you can tell her to like stay put or get in the bin. And I get it. You want to maybe strengthen her character but you didn't uh you 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 didn't you just made the game more frustrating like that catapult section you could have her sit in a house as you take out the catapults and not have her get murdered i don't know if you want to like because half the time she was just running straight into cannon fire yeah i don't know maybe if you want to have her her like strengthen her character a bit maybe be like give her a gun like do the Ellie yeah. thing yeah. and be like, Cause, hey, cause, and then Leon's teaching her and thing. that adds to her character of like, oh, here's I'll be thing. a Secret Service agent too. Yeah. And here's the thing. In in the sections with Louise, I fucking loved him. Oh, yeah. He was Louis, Louise got a glow up. He had a He's gun. Great. He was awesome. So that's why I'm like, you know what? I hated her, buddy. I, but I'm excited for Sheva in RE5 remake because... Yeah. I saw Louise and yeah, I'm like, I'm like, they can do good buddy AI if yeah. they just give them fucking guns and don't make them like, save me. Fuck off. I, I, I didn't, we reached, we reached the pinnacle of success with buddy AI as a non-combatant with Elizabeth in Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, absolutely. We did. Yeah. Yes. I, uh, yes, forgot 100%. To, I forgot to mention that it, it, in my RE4 tirade, uh, Luis got a, a hell of a fucking glow up. I was initially off put by his design and voice, but he mm-hmm. quickly grew on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah. I hated him at first, and then I was like, oh, I really. <laughs> I actually sent James a text 
being like, oh, I really like Louise. I'm glad he's like the buddy for this chapter. And then 40 minutes later, Louise, no! <laughs> yeah, yeah. His, his death hits so much fucking harder in RE4 remake. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Oh, I okay, guess, sorry, so those... spoilers, Lee. Yeah, so, oh, shit. Hey, no, well, I already okay. know everything about RE4. Oh, okay, okay good, good, good. All right, so my worst, my number five on my worst list. Get in there. Modern Warfare 3 remake. Yes! Yeah. Um, I did debate. You mean that DLC passing was... is a full fledged game? Yeah. That okay. So yeah, that's the thing is I'm like I I hesitated I hesitated a lot to put this on the list because it is very clearly the result of executive meddling and yeah. you know a, like a bunch of devs who know what they're fuck because like here's the thing it's Call of Duty the gunplay was still really awesome like i really liked shooting the guns i was like yeah this is this is the fps that you know i've i've grown to love over many iterations um but damn it sucked it was it was just like and i'm i'm a sucker for the original modern warfare trilogy i you know it's just bombastic and ridiculous yeah. and i love it and it has one of my favorite villains of all time and they Totally fucking drop the ball with him here. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, ben Shapiro seemed fine in Modern Warfare 3. <laughs> Discount yeah, Ben that's Shapiro. The thing. That's the thing. Low rent shirtless Ben Shapiro. That was who we were fighting. And I just I was like, this is not this is not Makarov. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be that person and be like, not my Makarov. Yeah. Um I was and, so I was uh, so happy when that that you got a, the tickle from the Act Man's rant about Modern Warfare 3 about Makarov. <laughs> He's just like they keep spamming the same image. Literally every time I was like every single time they talked about him, they just showed that one photo of him, and I was like, "Stop it!" <laughs> like, and yeah. I literally started a drinking game with it. That's <laughs> great. Um, but yeah, it just it was it was it was not good. It was not fun. It was four hours, which I'm really glad I didn't pay full price for. Uh, also the fact that like booting it up basically tried to trick me into buying a battle pass for Warzone. Yeah. I was just like, like oh, that's the whole, smarmy. The, yeah, that's great. The fucking, the boot screen is like a bunch of Warzone stuff. And I was like, I just, I booted Modern Warfare 3. Where's Modern Warfare 3? And you have to go through menus to get to the game that you booted up. Wonderful. And I'm like, this is, this is the most backwards, stupid shit. And I know what you're doing, Activision CEOs. And I fucking hate you. So, yeah. yeah. It's great. You're, you're Modern Warfare 3. Fuck you, Activision. <laughs> Yeah, and then everybody keep this in mind that the length of that campaign will probably be about the same length as this podcast you're listening to right now. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want, boot up Modern Warfare Three <laughs> and yeah. play along. Yeah, we're 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 already an hour and a half into this shit, and we only just started the worst. Buckle up, you Hell fucks. Yeah. Hell yeah. And by you fucks, I mean Rensi. Buckle up, Rensi. Hell go. yeah. Good shit, Modern yeah. Warfare. Yeah, number five. All right, I guess I'll, uh, 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 I, I got a few dishonorable mentions that I'll quickly ramble off. Uh, no particular order. Most recent edition is Rebel Moon for a movie that starts with a fucking hey. space vagina. It's so fucking boring. Yeah. Hey. Uh, yeah. Spe yeah. Speaking of boring and nothing fucking happening, uh, The Maze is another yeah. dishonorable mention. Yeah. What a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, I didn't even want to put that on my dishonorables. That was... I don't, I don't, I, I don't want to really talk about Rebel Moon all that much outside of it's boring, and we already did a podcast about the maze. Uh, next up is uh, 
not Dead Space, aka the Callisto Protocol, where you fail at making a survival horror game so fucking goddamn fucking hard, and you turn it into mm-hmm. basically like a bombastic Uncharted clone. That's cool. Uh, and it's just not scary, and it's frustrating, and it's tedious, and it's stupid. Uh, anyway, speaking of Dead Space and video game remakes, uh, the Dead Space remake fucking sucked. Uh, I know everybody's mm-hmm. loving that game, and I'm happy if you love it, but <clears throat> for me, uh, the, it's it's a mostly one-to-one remake, but it fucks up a lot of the, the... Like, I'm not even the biggest fan of the original Dead Space, but, like... One of the one of the big sticking points for me is uh, the fact that in the original Dead Space, you start with your plasma cutter, and then when you get to the shop, you have weapons that you could buy with credits, and you get to decide which weapon that you want to pick up and 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 use. So it's like you get you, it's it's very RE4 in that respect, right? Um, so and and it doesn't clutter your inventory. You can just maybe focus is exclusively on like one gun and that's it uh dead space the remake they're like lol no you can't buy guns you got to find them in the fucking environment so that means you're stuck with waiting to get the gun that you want until the game arbitrarily decides to drop it in your fucking lap and you get tons and tons of ammo for stuff that you don't really want to use because they're like no use everything use every- i don't want to use everything i want to use what i want to use uh ammo is scarcer and enemies are more durable uh, it's a far buggier experience. The fact that it's not chapter-based, yeah, it makes it a bit more immersive, the fact that it's one seamless exploration of the slip, the ship, but for me, it kind of makes it a bit more of a slog, and the performance kind of sucked. Uh, there's a great bug that I got where if I was playing on the game's permadeath mode, it would have been fantastic, where I fucking saved the game, and there happened to be an enemy nearby. I quit the game, and then a day later, I boot up the game, and as the game is booting up, all of a sudden, I'm cut <laughs> to a death screen, because the oh game loads God. your most recent save as it's booting up, but I have oh no control, God. and I just get murdered off screen. Beautiful. Hey. Oh my God. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Game of the year 10 nominee. out of 10 game design. Mm-hmm. Uh, EA Montreal yeah. or whatever motive, I don't fucking care. Uh, next up is, uh, it's weird, it's, it's, uh, <coughs> DLC for a game I liked that I never got around to playing, uh, it's the Alan Wake 1 DLC, The Signal and The Writer. Uh, mm. I like Alan Wake 1 a lot, uh, I, it's got some jank to it for sure, and part of that jank is the combat, and the DLC yeah. is very, 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 very combat-centric to the point mm. of frustration to the point where I was dying really early on on normal difficulty. And I'm like, this can't just mm-hmm. be me, right? And I look it up and everybody's like, no, this is a steep difficulty increase. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, that was just kind of a major bummer. Mm-hmm. Um, second to last dishonorable mention. I just lumped these both together. I call it Conjuring Spinoffs. The Nun 2 and the Curse of La Llorona. La Llorona was a bit funnier because of Dead Cop Dad. This was on my list for a while. This was, like, actually on my list for a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there's just other stuff that I hated more. Uh, Just please stop with the Conjuring stuff. Just just end the universe, especially the Mm -hmm. spun-off stuff. The Nun 2 was a piece of shit. La Llorona was a piece of shit. I know you're trying to backpedal and claim La Llorona is not a Conjuring movie, but I fucking saw Annabelle in there. Fuck you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, the last one, it's it's a unique piece of media. It was like a one-time limited event. Uh, the last uh, dishonorable mention is my house burning down. Okay. <laughs> 
I, I got the oh, laugh I wanted. Shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All that setup, baby. I kept that intentionally off my list too, so Matt didn't see it. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. So uh these are the things I hated more than my house burning down. I want to put that oh, in the yeah, context. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. That's a... Five things, five pieces of media worse than actual tragedy. Yeah. Yep. Number number three might surprise you. Mm. Not oh. clickbait. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, I'm I'm just I'm just saying that because like those listicles from BuzzFeed or whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's that's normally yeah, this is number four. This is this is none of this is going to surprise either of you because I've been bitching about most yeah. of this stuff for a while. But anyways, uh, number five, I'm gonna keep it brief because we did a podcast episode about it, and Lee briefly touched upon it already. Uh, there's someone inside your house. What a contemptible yeah. piece of shit. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's no one. There's not a person in the house. <laughs> there's, the, the title is a fucking lie. It's fucking <laughs> shitty, fucking fake, woke, Zoomer bullshit. And it's, it's fucking convoluted as fuck for this fucking stupid hazing ritual nonsense. Every mm -hmm. fucking character is unlikable. None of the mm -hmm. kills are particularly fun. It's mm -hmm. just a piece of shit. Yep. All right, Lee, what's your four? <laughs> No frills, baby. <laughs> no, <laughs> Just fuck that movie. <laughs> All right. Well, for number four, we're going to Alcatraz. Mm. Resident oh Evil God. Death Island. Oh, yeah! wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. What do you God. mean? You didn't like nano machines? I, I, <laughs> I keep holding out hope for these films. Uh-huh. That's your and first I mistake. I don't know why yeah, anymore. I, I, don't, I don't know why. What is wrong with you? What is no, wrong with because, you? Because some of the earlier ones like kind of knew what they were doing, like the mm -hmm. stupid like John Wick gun kata sequences oh, with Leon. Oh. I'm like, these are stupid, but man, I'll take it. And then yeah, after Infinite uh -huh. Darkness, I thought, damn, we can't do worse than Infinite Darkness, can we? Yeah, oh boy, mm -hmm. folks. Mm -hmm. This this sucked. Mm-hmm. Um what could have been a cool backstory for your villain became a weird, tropey, yeah, uh, like edge lord fucking character. Like, oh, I'm gonna make a big statement about uh, global consumerism by uh -huh. shooting myself in the head. Like, wait, what? <laughs> did, did dinosaurs have what's morality? Your, <laughs> what's your plan here? We need to go. Oh, back I forgot to about the dinosaur era. morality. <laughs> When when giant lizards roamed the earth and my nano machine mosquitoes will make this happen and Jill and Claire looking at each other like what the fuck is this guy talking about? Yeah. Who are no. you? No. Sir, this is a this is a Wendy's. <laughs> um, I'm frustrated because the animation on these things is great. Resident yeah. Evil has a fantastic cast of characters to pick from. Mm -hmm. And we just can't seem for the life of us to get a good script yeah i genuinely believe that's the only thing missing you mm -hmm. just need a competent fucking writer who can put mm -hmm. a story together and let the rest just flow and you know but... what i th i think i said this during our death island like discussion uh if this had released as like a four-player co-op game where like you could play as the four people on the island yep be Dope. fucking baller yeah that'd be, good. That'd <laughs> be neat like one one of the things I've been saying because that's that's also one of the problems that I have with uh, Resident Evil as a whole is 
when they'll like reboot it into like something more horror focused and then they keep trying to push it into action territory and it's like mm-hmm. just make yeah. mainline really fucking horror focused and release mm-hmm. action spin-offs or make mainline really fucking action focused and release horror spin-offs yeah. don't stop trying to like have your cake and eat it too like i mm-hmm. i i wanted resident evil village to be scary i did not want it to turn into resident evil 6 Mm-mm. Uh, yeah. Resident Evil but 4 sure <laughs> Resident Evil 4 the original while it has like creepy spooky atmosphere and is way scarier than a lot of people give it credit for is mostly a fun action romp yeah. um, trying to turn it into a darker scarier tale with the remake for me didn't quite work like just just, just do one or the other and then have the your spinoffs be the opposite that way you can please both camps please yeah. Yeah. Nope. You get Kevin Bacon turning into a shark monster. I mean, there's that too. It's, it's, it's ten out of ten. Yeah. yeah. Resident Evil Death Island number four. Fuck out. Nice. Here. Nice. All right. Uh, I'm kind of cheating a little bit. I think with number with my number four because technically I didn't finish it in 2023. Um, but that's because it wasn't finished in 2023. But I experienced enough of it in 2023 to say. Fuck this. Copy. Silent Hill Ascension. Hey, that's my barbarian. Hey, okay. <laughs> that was my number one before yeah. I watched it. Yes. And uh, then we watched it, and it's my barbarian and also my congealed yeah. failure award. Because nice. uh, I, nice. I, I, uh, I, I hate it, but I also yeah. don't hate it. Yeah, yeah, I... It, it, to me, it is incomprehensible. I do not... First of all, like... Similar to what we were saying about Death Island, I think if you had released something like Ascension as, like, as a game that was made with, like, Twitch integration kind of thing, where, like, a streamer could play it with their Twitch chat, right? Where it's, like, that's that's the whole premise, is that you're all playing the game together via voting in Twitch. That sounds amazing. Uh, this ain't it. <laughs> nice. The... The the whole like, oh, there, it, like it being a TV show hybrid video game with a fucking battle pass where you buy like voting points to do what you know you do in every fucking supermassive game by yourself without fucking like I'm just like I I genuinely like it's baffling to me how bad it is um. You know, a lot of people are, were throwing around, like, AI accusations. I don't want to hop directly into that, um, like, that, whatever, like, witch hunt kind of thing. Yeah. Um, because there are people credited. That's the thing. There are people credited as the voice actors. There are people credited as the writers. There are people credited for doing art. And it's just, what happened? Yeah. I don't, I don't get, and, and here's the thing. We're watching it in a way that was not the original intended like viewing experience. I think maybe originally if you have these moments of like the you know the screen the, it it pauses and gives you the like you should vote on this decision now kind of thing, maybe that like alters the pacing enough to the point where it's like okay, this is a little bit more understandable how these scenes are ending and where, you know, how things are wrapping, why they're wrapping at this particular moment. But oh my god, like watching it back 
like and that's the thing it's it's on Tubi that we're watching it back so it's the it's the way that they recorded it oh well i mean so, I, I i we're not watching it on Tubi. we're watching it on oh. ascension's website because i didn't want to wit- okay, deal with commercials that's even fucking worse yeah. that's even fucking worse because then it's it's all up to them how yeah. it's presented yeah and you could have just said hey here's where the voting screen like whatever it it's a fucking mess the only fun that we're having is finding a random npc who's weird as fuck who just shows up and like babbles about berries and then disappears only to come back later to get shot best part of the fucking game tv I- experience whatever I, the fuck you want to call it i don't know it. what you're talking about thwomp's the best part yeah yeah and then and then we literally Lego have the best part. Yeah, <laughs> we literally have youtube videos running in the background that are like silence broken up by x and that is more entertaining than anything that's happening on screen all of the all of the all of the scenes are completely cyclical nothing fucking happens like yeah. barely anything progresses we're seven like, we're seven episodes in and literally nothing's happened there, there will be like one thing that happens in a scene where it'll be like oh she got you know threatened to go to a mental asylum or like oh th- this guy got stabbed because of whatever but most of the time and drugs bad and drugs bad most of the time it's like a scene starts happening and it's two characters having a conflict and then that same fucking scene with that same conflict often in the same location happens over and over and over again we had a fucking like you know we were we were memeing about like characters living at the laundromat we were memeing about the fact that like every single time this one character goes to a bar they have like somebody comes in to confront him about the exact same fucking thing and there are like the exact same npcs going "Mm, alcohol bad and it's like Jesus Christ, guys. So, yeah. Ascension is just, it's a waste of, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of, it's a waste of, it's not Silent Hill also. No, it's It's just not Silent Hill. Like, we can stop pretending that it's anything to do with Silent Hill because the only thing that they have in common is that they keep using the fucking theme songs as ringtones, which fuck you. And also they use the ash from the movie, which also fuck you, because that was like the coolest thing in the movie. And you don't get to fucking just be like, oh, we're going to take that for our shitty bullshit. Yeah. Especially when you're like, this is this is set in the Silent Hill video game canon. It's like, no, it's not. No, because it has nothing to do with Silent Hill and you're using the movie shit. You can pay real money to put your weird like avatar character created bullshit into the into the into the game. You can affect Silent Hill canon forever. Yeah, well, that's the funniest thing about that marketing, which I was mentioning during our watch party, is uh, Ascension's marketing is affect Silent Hill canon forever. It's like there's very little canon to affect because it's effectively an anthology franchise with very 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 loose at best connections to each mm-hmm. other. Like the one exception is like. Origins is a prequel to Silent Hill 1, so it's explaining Alessa's shit, and Silent Hill 3 is a direct sequel to 1. But Silent Hill 2 and 4 and Homecoming and Downpour and and uh, Shattered Memories, it's it's an anthology series. There's no real yeah. overarching canon. It's not like Resident Evil. It's an anthology thing. You can hop in whenever. Yes. Fuck you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, number four, Ascension. Perfect. Fuck you. Beautiful. <laughs> well, I... Uh, I, I, I would love to talk about my number four, but it's higher on somebody else's list, so Lee, get yeah. fucked. <laughs> oh boy, well, it's too bad that, you're, uh, that your number four is higher on somebody else's list and you can't talk about it. If you're going to blame anybody, blame the patriarchy. Oh, hey, that's my number four. <laughs> oh, hey, perfect. Hey, hey. hey. Yeah, what, a, what a fucking piece go. of shit. 
let's yeah let's not talk about exorcist believer we did it we, we did do a pod we did do a podcast on this right we sure did all right well, yeah i don't want to talk about uh, it anymore uh, yeah. yeah another another great uh installment of can you just please let this franchise die mm-hmm. um yeah and and oh boy it's supposed to be a trilogy Mm-hmm. And we're locked in, baby. We're locked in because Universal's not going to spend four hundred million dollars on the rights and not make those movies. Yeah, Buckle I was actually. Fuck up. I had to. I had to Google when Deceiver releases because I was going to make that my least anticipated for next year. But uh, yeah, not till twenty twenty five, babies. Yeah, there you go. So it's ne- it's it's twenty twenty four. Golden Rocco's least anticipated. There you go. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna waste any more of my breath on this fucking this fucking movie. This movie sucks. Yep. Yep. It, I, I, the next two movies don't need to happen. Mm-hmm. Just let it uh, die. Yeah, agreed. Get fucked. <laughs> yeah, a shout out to my boy Pazuzu. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, Exorcist right. flavor number three. Fuck it. Nice. Uh, my number three is higher than someone else's list. Oh my oh god. god. <laughs> All right. I think I know what it is too. Oh I think lord, I know it's coming. It is. <laughs> Oh, oh, good. Well, my number three is um, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet DLC, The Hidden Treasure of Area Zero. This was my number five uh, for most of it, uh, ever since I decided to sit down and play this piece of shit. Because I was like, you know what, this will be fun to meme on and shit on on stream. Uh, Let's go through it. Yeah, it was as terrible as I was expecting. Uh, and somehow even worse in a lot of regards, because it's basically every issue of the main games of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, but like compounded into a smaller package. So it's like even worse. Um, but then they announced, LOL, guess what? More content's coming in January. There's a stupid epilogue that wraps up the entire story that you have to wait for, even though it's actually in the DLC files now, and people can access it if they have a hack switch. So that bumped it up to number three for me, because fuck you, Nintendo, and fuck you, Game Freak. Um, <laughs> I'm, I, I, fuck you on your continued insistence on event FOMO. Fuck you on your continued insistence on sticking stuff in terror raids. Terror raids fucking suck. They're fucking broken and shit and not fun. Um... It's fuck you for, for, for fucking doing the same goddamn shit that everybody fucking hates with the fucking stupid sandwich bullshit and the fucking gym <laughs> challenges. Like, just let me fucking fight other trainers. I don't want to fucking do some stupid obstacle course bullshit. I can't eat any more sandwiches. Yeah. The, 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 there was, the Grundle special will live on in our hearts yeah, forever. Yeah, <laughs> it will. There, there, there's like... I remember there were two things that this game did that that kind of I thought were neat. I can't remember what the second one was. I remember chiming into you guys when it happened. Can't even remember what that is. That's how fucking miserable this game is, though. But one thing I, I will say is there was one gym challenge in this game that was actually good. Although I hated it because I didn't know about it coming into it in advance, and it made it made me have to do like an hour of fucking grinding before I could like actually fight the gym leader. And that was uh, the gym challenge was you can only compete against the gym leader or elite four member with Pokemon caught in the DLC area. And it was like, okay, this is like an actual unique challenge that requires you to to like 
prep and actually do battles and catching shake and, up your team. and shake up your team and fall into the mechanics of the actual game, not push a fucking olive through a fucking obstacle course or fucking do a fucking QTE dance sequence or, or make a fucking sandwich fetch quest shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, fuck this DLC, and fuck Game Freak, and fuck the Pokemon Company. How the fuck is this DLC running worse than base game? How, how, it's been a year, you've had a year to patch it. It's not the hardware, because there's other open world games that run well on the hardware. I have not heard anybody bitch and complain about Tears of the Kingdom's performance running at, like, less than 10 frames a second or hitching or anything mm -hmm. like that or any other fucking mm -hmm. switch game what the fuck is wrong yeah. with you yeah. take the pokemon franchise away from game freak and the pokemon company just give it to fucking anybody at this point mm -hmm. this is fucking miserable i'm done <laughs> fuck you all right yeah <laughs> all right onwards number mm -hmm. two Oh boy. Oh boy. I I dramatic pause? <laughs> no, I'm just I, I I don't even know where to start with this fucking thing. Um <laughs> The Invitation. Alright, <gasps> which which invitation? Because oh! we watched two of them. The no, one with fucking one. Dracula. Okay. I figured it was the Dracula invitation, but it, it just is. on the off chance it was the cult invitation. I had to ask. <laughs> so this, oh, this piece of shit is framed as a... Uh, I forgot we watched that. A dinner oh, no. party, like, you know, gothic romance. You know, oh, this young, beautiful girl's getting courted by, you know, the wealthy, distinguished gentleman, but something's weird about all of it. And it's like, okay, mm -hmm. this is uh, this is about to be a monster movie, or he's the devil, or mm -hmm. something. And the character's name is DeVille. It's like, come on. Yeah. And and then, okay, he winds up being fucking Dracula. And I, I this, this is such, such a steaming piece of shit. <laughs> um, yeah. It's fucking yeah. awful. Thanks, yeah. Lou. <laughs> I mean, granted, yeah, she I, hated it too, but so, she wanted us to suffer. But still, yes, yes, yeah. I know. Yeah, I'm like she. I know she hated it because I, I definitely watched this before I saw it with the goons, and uh, yeah, I actually totally forgot he was supposed to just be Dracula. I was like, I thought I was like, okay, I think this is like a twist on Dracula, and he's not actually Dracula. And then we rewatched it. And I was like, oh no, the, like the names are like Mina and shit. And yeah. I'm like, oh, it's literally just that sucks. So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, Sean Pertwee's character is Renfield. Their yes. neighbors are Mina and and Jonathan yeah. Harker. Yes, for, yeah, for... it's like it's it's so blatant. It's like this is really dumb for, <laughs> for context listeners in my discord we do like weekly watch parties and a few months ago after the one of the watch parties i was like showing off trailers for stuff i forgot what it was like i think me lou greedy gino maybe one or two other people and lou was like oh have you seen the invitation you should throw on the trailer for the invitation i was like oh yeah i saw the I, i've seen the invitation let me throw on the trailer for that and i threw it on and it was the cult movie the one that mm -hmm. you showed me cat yeah, uh, yeah. and then i play the trailer and cat and lou was like oh no i was talking about the other invitation and i was like what what other invitation and then we watched the trailer for the other invitation and i was like you know what 
let's set this up as a watch party at some point where we watch the only re- connecting tissue is that these two movies have the same fucking title. And I know nothing about the second one, but I really like the first one. And I know a lot of people haven't seen the first one. Uh, And I think the general consensus is the dinner party cult invitation. Most, almost everybody liked it. And then, um, and then we watched the other one. I think, I think this was the first watch party that we did after my house burned down too. Maybe the second one. I don't know. And I'm watching it on my cell phone in a hotel room. Uh, and I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Lou, what, what, Lou, what are we doing? And Lou's like, yeah, isn't it terrible? I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> all, all I was able to say during the viewing was like, every five minutes, I would say one of two statements. One, God, this fucking sucks. Or two, this dude really wishes he was Billy Zane. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. And you sent me that picture where I was like, damn, why didn't Billy Zane play a fucking vampire at some point in his career? Because fuck. Because he is one, and he wants he to challenge one. himself. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's turn. All right, fair enough. So, yeah, this this was an abhorrent piece of shit. Yeah. Um, we can we can just let Dracula, you know, fade into obscurity. Yeah. Let let yeah. the character die. Yeah, we don't need Dracula. We can have vampires without Dracula. Yeah, and we, we had a big year of Dracula. We had we had, had a lot uh, of Dracula. Renfield. We had, we had some we kind had of Dracula. Voyage of the Demeter. <laughs> yeah, like. We're getting Nosferatu this yeah. year. Yeah. Like, just let it go. Let it go. Yeah, yeah the invitation, yeah. number two. Although I, I do really want to see Last Voyage of the Demeter, because it looks, yes, it, I, it looks I, pretty good. Cool. I, I, really, cool. I really want to see Last Voyage of the Demeter, and I want to see that Nosferatu remake. Me too, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that's Will, Willem, Willem Dafoe. Dafoe, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Willem Dafoe's I'm not, he's in it, but he's not playing uh, the vampire. It's um the, one of the Skarsgårds, I believe, is playing Yeah, Nosferatu. right, yes. Yeah. Uh, but but it's Robert Eggers, I think. Okay. Uh, who's directing? It's it's a Robert Eggers movie. Mm-hmm. Um, could could be good. I think he's mostly been okay. Yeah, and Bill Skarsgård is playing. Yeah, uh, I I haven't. Oh, I actually, of course, of course. I have not seen any of his movies, but I've heard nothing but good things about The Witch, The Lighthouse, and The Northman. Oh, I love The Witch. So Witch yeah, is fucking great. great. All right. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. I I, I haven't I seen. I know any The Northman of those. got. Yeah, yeah. I know The Northman got a lot of praise. So. I'm yeah, and and sure the, the lighthouse is also supposed to be really, really oh, fucking yes. good, but I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen, seen, it. seen that one yet either. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's got uh, it's got a stacked cast. It's got uh, Bill Skarsgård as Count Orlock. Conf- uh, Who was that confusing him with? I was confusing him with somebody. Anyway, it's uh, got Nicholas Holt in it. Which yeah, is Nich- funny because yeah. he was just Renfield. He was Renfield. Yeah, Nicholas which Holt. I, I I think I did watch Renfield. I think this year, and it was okay. It's mostly got... mostly Cage saves it. Beautiful. Yeah. Cage is. Cage's Dracula is so inspired and so fun. Oh my I was just him. like, oh. I was like, this is, I love him. Dude, like, it, <laughs> it has, I, I think this is the fucking Van Helsing character. It has Ralph Innocen as it, 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 in oh. the movie. Oh, hell yeah, hell yeah. I, I believe, Aline, I'm love not. To hear it. I'm, I'm. Uh, I mean, I know he's in the Witch, but I'm assuming based yeah. on all of our discussions, he's, uh, he's going to make an appearance in our top ten. Minor spoilers. I'm assuming oh, yes, he so. Is. Oh yes, he'll he be is. there. Yeah. He'll be there. <laughs> he actually he was on your list twice already because he's in uh, uh, Diablo Four as well. Oh, I haven't played Diablo. Well, 4. look, they can't all be good decisions. I yeah. know. I know. Listen, Jay, same with Jason Isaacs. <laughs> Man's gotta eat. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Fuck um, the invitation. It's a piece of yeah, shit. Invitation sucks. Yeah. Next. Absolutely. <sighs> okay. Um, my number two. 
Uh, kind of needs no introduction. It's been on this worst list <sighs> multiple times. It's Balan Wonderland, Wonder World. Hey, oh, I Wonder can't Land. wait for Lee to play wait, it. So you got around to it. I, I did. Lee, I, I did. want you to play it so you can ship it on your worst at some point in the future. Yeah, we need to do yeah. it. We need so to we can just it. we can have it exist in you know all of time for yeah. just Gooncast. I've yeah, already bought it. Oh, it was good. a piece of shit. Uh, yeah. For for context, was, these yeah. these these fucking idiots, uh, <laughs> when my house burned down, were like, "Hey, we're gonna do a charity to try to help help raise money to get Saber back on his feet." And I was like, "Oh, that's nice." Yeah, we're, and then we're such and then they were like, "We're gonna play Balan Wonderworld." It's like, wait, what? No, don't yeah. don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. And uh, Kat and Emu both played through the entirety of Balan Wonderworld. Uh, yeah. I and I, I think Grady played maybe a little bit of it. I don't fucking know. Somebody somebody played I think shit. Looted too. Looted too. Yeah. I don't know. I avoided every stream because I get fucking PTSD from fucking Balan oh, Wonderworld. Oh, uh, sorry, it wasn't. It was for you, but it wasn't for you. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Except for then you donated two hundred dollars to extra life to make me platinum Balan Wonderworld because you're that's, a fucking that's bitch. True. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, if you had if you had another really high tier uh, uh, thing, I would have donated to that. But Balan was the only thing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm sorry you played Balan Wonderworld, but also it's your own goddamn fault. I've been bitching it about is. it for two years. It's true. It's true. But but that doesn't preclude it from being on the worst list. It is no. my fault that I that it's, it's here. Terrible. But also, I would be upset it, if yeah, I would I would quit the show. I would cancel Gooncast if it wasn't on your worst list. Yeah. However, it's not my number one. Yeah, I know, which makes me upset, but I'm curious as to what oh. made you wor- made you angrier. Uh-huh. Yeah, you'll see. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so let's get in there. Oh, all right. Well, my number two is Slenderman Yay! from 2018. <laughs> uh, this movie was the only movie we've ever <laughs> abandoned during a watch party. Yeah. And we yeah. gave up on we it. Sure did. We yeah. gave up on it in 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, because it was well, it was it was just boring and nothing happened. Yep. And yep. then exactly. I was like, look, I paid five bucks for this rental. I'm gonna watch it on my own. And then Lee was like, Oh, that's I'm that's, like, I hate myself. I hate myself, and that's a stupid idea. I'll join you. So Lee and I watched it. I said, I've already seen it. Good luck, you two. Yeah, and uh, Lee and I uh, 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 watched it the day after we abandoned the watch party when we had like 20 people watching. Like, to give you an idea on how bad it was, we threw on Suburban Sasquatch instead. And Suburban Sasquatch is objectively a worse made movie, but is so much more entertaining. Yeah. Um, And... For 99% of Slenderman, the first 99% of it, mm-hmm. uh, I would not have included it on my worst list. It's mm-hmm. oh, yeah. mm-hmm. boring and terrible, but it gets kind of interesting towards the end with some weird shit that it's doing. Uh, where it could be like kind of, it, it verges on so bad it's good territory near the end, where it's doing some interesting stuff. Um... Uh, and then the final 1% where the the movie just takes a massive shit uh is when they try to try to cycle back to real world tragedy and that mm-hmm. the slender man can make you do terrible things in real life. Uh 
And if you're unfamiliar, uh, uh, two girls in Wisconsin became convinced that the Slender Man was real and that to meet him they had to murder a classmate and they stabbed her a bunch. Uh, thankfully, the classmate survived. But, uh, you know, 99% of the movie, it's doing its best to avoid that controversy because this movie came out a few years after the whole stabbing and when Slender Man kind of became a bit of a faux pas because of real-world horrible shit that happened, which is unfortunate, but, like, I, I hate the idea that, like, fictional media causes real-world violence. I don't agree with that, unless the yeah. person in, in, in question is already mentally unstable or mentally unwell or, 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 or whatever, but I, I kind of mm -hmm. understand, given the context of how young these people were, why yeah. why you might not want to do a Slenderman movie or, or why, especially after the fucking whole creepypasta thing had burned out. And it did its it it did its best to avoid that, despite being a clearly R-rated movie butchered to be PG-13, which made it even worse. Uh, and then at the end of the movie, it's just like, "Hello, fuck you." We're we're inadvertently referencing real-world tragic events, and that's that's when it went from just mediocre and bad and stupid to genuinely fucking offensive. Um. Fuck you, screenwriter, and mm -hmm. fuck you, Sony Pictures, for trying to tie your fucking shitty fucking goddamn horror movie into the stabbing of a real child. Yeah. Eat shit. Fuck you. I'm done. I must say there is one reason, even though it is one of the few movies that we've ever stopped viewing because of how bad it was, I could not in good conscience put it in the worst list mm. because it features... Our oh patron yeah, yeah, it does feature Joey mm, King. True, great Joey yeah. King. True, yeah. true. true. Long, may, long may she reign. Long, long may she, may she reign. <laughs> Make wish upon we, two. We love you, Joey. Please send us an autograph. Joey, get on the podcast, please. Jo Joey, standing invitation anytime you want. Come talk to us. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> we'll don't even you. talk to us. Just get into a Discord call and just uh -huh. stay silent. It's yeah, fine. yeah. We just yeah. Want we'll, to be like, we'll be like Joey King's here and nothing. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh, I, oh I need God, to. I, for, I forgot to update. I, I forgot to do that. I'm going to update my Twitch credits to special thanks, Joey King. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. Yes. Yeah, spirit, spiritual consultation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yes. Correct. All right. Oh. On to the dankest of the dank. Uh huh. Are, wait, so, are we doing Barbarian first or. Uh, I mean, my Barbarian first. was Silent Hill Ascension and you spoiled it, so. I know. I'm sorry. That's fine. <laughs> Oh yeah, we can. Okay, yeah, we can. We can throw the Barbarian Award in there. Uh, so when when I initiated the Barbarian Award last year, mm -hmm. it is for outstanding achievement in just like media that you see and you just shrug and go, huh? Uh huh. And I refuse to elaborate further. <laughs> the, this is a very Lynchian award. It's like, why mm -hmm. is that your Barbarian pick? You just Barbarian. That's yeah. why. Because Barbarian. Yep. So uh my my winner this year for the Barbarian Award, Golden Rocco's three, is Silent Hill Ascension. Hey! <laughs> All right. For outstanding achievement in <laughs> so this this is fantastic. Silent Hill Ascension has won three awards on this show. It's won two barbarians and one yeah, congealed failure. Yep. Yep. <laughs> 
<laughs> multi-award well, you know, winning game. And number four worst of for me. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's up there. Silent Hill Ascension was my worst for the longest time until I actually, <laughs> yeah. without having watched it. Yeah. And then I watched it and it got mm -hmm. congealed failure and barbarian. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Beautiful. So, as I mentioned earlier, uh, it was during the recording of this podcast earlier that I remembered a film that I did not put on the worst list, and it absolutely deserves a space here. So, mm -hmm. I'm going to say what my number one on the list is, and then in parentheses, or like as an asterisk, I'm like, but I also want to give out about this piece of shit of it. Mm -hmm. My number one is The Curse of La Llorona. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, dead cop dead. <laughs> Hell what, yeah. what I have never been so fucking bored in in a movie in a while. Hey, Lee, uh, did you realize that her husband is dead? Uh, her husband uh, is dead. Yeah, and her husband was a cop, Lee. Yeah, yeah, and then and then the and then the the vengeful uh, CPS worker, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, comes the, the... yeah. <laughs> but you gotta tell her that your husband is a is dead yeah. and yeah. a dead cop yeah. and a ghost yeah. or everyone some shit. everyone knows that CPS agents have rivalries that involve um trying to take away each other's kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um and that yeah, the, the only saving grace here is that Tuco shows up and there's like a brief little glimmer of hope that mm -hmm. You know, he's just going to snap and Tuco's going to start beating the shit out of La Llorona, but it doesn't happen. Yeah. He, like, rubs mm -hmm. eggs on walls. and it, uh... I still agree with uh, Cordry FX uh, uh, video where if the end of the movie had dead cop dad show up as a ghost <laughs> and arrest La Llorona and send yeah. her to ghost jail, that would have made it my number one favorite film of the year. <laughs> because true. it would have been so stupid. And I would have yeah. loved it. It would have been the dumbest thing we watched, her, and it would have been amazing. Put her in ghost handcuffs and then push her into the yeah. swimming pool. Yeah. <laughs> send, send, send her to Ghostico, like deport her to Ghostico, get La Llorona out of the States. 10 out of 10. But instead, we got that. Yeah. Like, okay, I understand the formula. It's the mm -hmm. same as any other fucking It's movie just in the this, nun. In this subgenre. And yet it managed to be worse than all the others. This is by far of the Conjuring verse, not just the movies in the Conjuring verse, but like the, the mimics and the things trying to follow its like ilk. Mm -hmm. This is the worst one. Yeah. yeah. And it's unfortunately not even close. No. Yeah. This is yeah. dreadful. Yeah, this mm -hmm. is this is fucking abysmal. Mm -hmm. Um and then the film that I have in parentheses with an asterisk, I, I don't know why I, I totally skipped putting this over the list. It must have just slipped my brain. Um, Rebel Moon. Hey! Oh, yeah, yeah. Rebel what Moon. In the Piece of shit. Fuck. Hell yeah. yeah. What Hell in yeah. the fuck? I, I actually, I considered putting it somewhere on a list, but I realized that, like, basically, I will say Rebel Moon <laughs> is just this year's... Um, uh, uh, fuck, what's the, his other fucking, his, Army of this the year's dead. Sucker Punch. Oh, yeah. It's, because, because this is not the first time Zack Snyder has made a movie that, on paper, sounds really cool, and then you watch it and you're like, why am I bored? I'm watching a girl in a maid costume chainsaw fight a dragon, and I'm bored? Can I, can I just like, point out? a schoolgirl with a machine gun <laughs> fighting a giant metal samurai. Can I, can I just... How is this sucking can yeah, i can i just yeah. point out the fact that you saw rebel moon like a week mm -hmm. ago lee and yeah. you got cat to watch rebel moon which got me to watch rebel moon mm -hmm. and then you forgot to put rebel moon on your list that's how that's how 
That's how shit it yeah. was. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually. That makes perfect sense. It's wonderful. I love it. This movie, this movie hard opens first five minutes with a giant space vagina. First frame of the like, movie is like a rural like sex harvest cult that's like oh if we don't have the big orgy then the, the cabbages aren't gonna grow yeah. and then I, the space nazis show up and i'm going wow this is boring yeah, yeah. I, I i sent this Ow. i sent this to a few people who hadn't seen rebel moon and th this is verbatim because cal threw it in out of context and i go if you put on a movie and literally the first fucking shot of the actual movie was a space vagina how surprised would you be if the movie wound up being really fucking boring? Yep. <laughs> and then Greedy's response was, call it Cosmic Coochie. Yes. And I mean, this cow was like, why. all right, like, is it this like, a, like, what is it? What, what, what do you mean space vagina? And then I took a screenshot and sent it to her and she's just like, yeah, oh, that's, that's a space, a space vagina. vagina. Yep, yep. Yeah, I I had heard I heard the space vagina thing before. I think from Lee actually. I heard yes. the space vagina thing before, and I was like, uh, surely that's just like a. And then I wa I turned on. I was like, no, yeah, that's it's, a, that's it's, a vagina. It's a space vagina. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, no, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's 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 one of the um, it's it's one of the like strongest points of mine and Cat's friendship is that when we watch something either really hype or play something like really hype. We're always texting back and forth, like as impressions are happening. We did it with FF16, uh -huh. and I did it with Rebel Moon, and uh -huh. I couldn't turn caps lock off. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> just so upset. Yes, yes, it's there seven is... samurai, but somehow like yeah, fucking yeah. dreadful. My so yeah, before before you started watching it too, somebody te was texting. So one of Will's friends was texting him about it, and he was so furious about Rebel Moon. He was like, he was like, it's like if you took Seven Samurai and threw it in a sink and had a twelve-year-old reassemble it. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this yeah. sounds hilarious. Hey, hey, you remember the Star Wars cantina scene? You uh -huh. know what that scene what if needed? We more rape. Yeah, let's 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 add rape to the Star Wars cantina scene. That's fun. <laughs> That's fun. But you see, in Zack Snyder's universe, that can happen. <laughs> because Batman can be raped. Uh-huh. And, yeah, so and, and Army of... The, like, what is this with Zack Snyder and rape? I heard about Z uh, Army of the Dead, where, like, the I, I zombies rape or something. Like, what is this oh, shit? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that... Yeah, it's... Oh, wait, yeah, you're right. Yeah, but, they... Yeah. yeah, they do. It's, uh... Yeah, it's a lot. Um... Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk I mean, about my, Rebel Moon anymore. My technical... My technical number one worst of the year is Curse of La Llorona. And then in the sidecar with the little like motorcycle hat with the goggles, just give with a lightsaber and, and, and his arm straight out at a 45 degree angle hailing space Hitler uh, is Rebel Moon. Lee, just do what, just do what I did. Give it a congealed failure award. But what about, what about the beard to rival Sawadas, Lee? Oh, oh, I missed oh. that. I, miss, I still look. Uh, we <laughs> haven't gotten to my most anticipated of twenty. All right, all right, hold on. All right. <laughs> I, I also, I also want to chime in that this movie has does like the Return of the King thing, where it like ends like eighteen fucking times, and yeah. Um, oh, yeah. five oh, minutes, yeah. five five yeah. minutes before the end of the movie, I just off. quit. I just quit <laughs> like the movie. And Cat and Lee were like, "No, you have to see the fake beard. Just watch the last five minutes." It was like, "I can't." I can't. Absolutely I can't. Not. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Fuck this movie. Hell yeah. Uh, all right. right. That's, I like, that's my list. I like your conjoined number one. That was great. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, it's, it's a year so bad. I had to break all the rules.
Listen, yeah. this is it's like whose line is it anyway? Except for instead yeah. of points, it's rules. Exactly. I broke the rules last year by introducing congealed failure just so I could especially that's shout out true. Morbius. That's that's true. That's true. I forgot about that. That's why this award exists. Uh, it's the Morbius Award. Yep. Okay. All right. So my barbarian award. Bar- barbarian. Um, yeah, it, it went back and forth. It was on the worst for a while because it's probably the thing that I was mad at, maddest about. Um, and so therefore I always think like, oh, if I'm most angry about it, it deserves to be on the worst list. But ultimately, I think that like on first watch, because I watched this twice, um, on first watch, the majority of the film is really cool. Like it has a really cool vibe. It has the cool aesthetic. There's a lot of really weird stuff going on that you're kind of like, ooh, what piece am I picking up? Like, what's the mystery they're building to here? And then it just turns into bullshit. And it's one of those, like, it's not even really a twist ending, but it is, like, a revelation ending. And to me, whenever I see... Yeah. Whenever I see one of those, I always think, did this revelation make the rest of the movie better like is the rest of the movie better with the context of this is the twist at the end and no so my barbarian award goes to a cure for wellness oh my god i don't even know what the fuck that is oh my god so it is it is a movie about um the main character is dane dane dehan I hope I'm saying that correctly. Um, oh, green green goblin from Amazing Spider-Man Two. Green goblin, yes, yes. With Jason Um, Isaacs. Oh. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's um he he plays like a like a stockbroker or something like that who does something kind of illegal and then he has to go to this like exclusive spa in the middle of like fuck off Europe. Um, to to go get the CEO back, who has, like, abandoned the company and, like, left this really cryptic note as to, like, why he's going. This and is a Gore like, Verbinski movie. Yeah, this uh-huh, is Gore. Uh-huh. Oh. And, and, like, it's really, like, the first, the, like, you know, basically, like, the intro, there's, like, a scene where, like, he's on the train and it's really fucking well shot and really, like like artistic and weird and there's this you know there's this mystery of like why did the ceo leave why is he here what is like what is happening here and slowly they're like seeding to you little things there's this like mysterious girl character that you don't know what what's up with her it's like Mm -hmm. very very weird and twisted um and then they keep leaving hints about like the founding of the asylum and like that there was this like duke hundreds of years ago who uh, had a thing for his sister and they got married and the townsfolk were not okay with that and burned the place down. And you're like, wow, that's a really weird detail to add. I wonder if this will come into play later. And it sure does. And so I asked myself, does knowing that this entire movie is leading up to the revelation that Jason Isaacs is an 800-year-old eel sorcerer whose sole motivation is to rape his own incest baby... What? <laughs> does that make this movie better? And no. No, it does not. <laughs> what the fuck? It sucked so much ass. Yeah. So, like, the whole thing is that, like, th- th- there's these, like, eels that have some sort of, like, magic powers. And that's, like, part of part of the, like, there's a lot of, like, body horror around, like, 
them like shoving eels into people and it's really weird and fucked up and like like basically it's in the water like they're they're, like they have these like little eel babies in the water and you can see them like writhing under people's skins and it's like this is so cool and then the twist is that yeah jason isaacs was the duke from like 800 years ago he's like a weird wizard who's like got half his face burned but he's wearing like a crazy mask that like is completely indistinguishable from human flesh and yeah his whole thing the whole thing that kicks off like the main plot is that the the girl the mysterious girl is actually his daughter and she's just aging really really slowly because of magic eel powers and she she gets her period and that's like his cue to be like it's rape time (laughs) i'm like i hate i hate everything about this movie guys like I, I just keep hearing Rolf from Ed, Ed Nettie in my head going, do you not want three eels, Ed boy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. It's, it's, it's just, it's like, I, I don't know what they were thinking. It's like everything about the movie up until the last like 30 minutes is really fucked up and weird and cool. And then the last 30 minutes are just, huh? Why? And I re, I, again, Like, the second it was... Because Will and I watched it together, and Will was so mad about it. And I was like, I'm going to watch this again by myself and see if, like, the knowledge that this... Like, because you never... You don't don't learn anything about the CEO. You don't learn... Like, the, the main character doesn't really have, like, a resolution to his stuff that's going on. It's kind of just, I'm going to save this girl from getting raped by her uh, dad uncle. Um, And, like no it doesn't wow nothing nothing works nothing nothing feels like it was built up to that bullshit it was just it was just crap so yeah that's my barbarian wow um i've got bad news for you cat what this is not the last time on this episode that we will be discussing sex eels oh no oh god I Oddly enough. <laughs> oh lord. Okay, but my my number one worst. Right. Which is which is weird because so like my barbarian I was furious at. This one <laughs> while watching it, I actually weirdly did not find myself mad at it. Okay. Which was I I went in being like cool, I'm going to hate watch this because I want it to be on my worst of list and you know, it still did end up on my worst of list, but because I thought about it more. And it is one of the most incompetent, incomprehensibly incompetent things I've ever seen. And mm-hmm. it's specifically that it's coming from a team that should know better, that should know how to make a comedy and should know, because that's the thing. It's a shitty comedy. It's a comedy where I watched it and I think I laughed once. Oof. In, in like 10 episodes or whatever it is. Um, so yeah, my number one is Velma. Oh my god. Um, Fuck, yeah. I never watched it. Yeah, yes, I didn't watch good, it either. Good, because, and like, I I didn't watch it until after it had already been renewed for season two, which was like opening weekend, it was renewed already, so I was just like, okay. It, it got renewed? Yeah, yeah. They're, oh Supposedly Lord. they're doing another season. Um, oh, but yeah, the thing is like, and like, like, also in fairness, I've gotten a lot of mileage out of watching people react to it to humorous extent on youtube and that has been enjoyable um but i remember watching it and just like i watched it not in a state of anger or a state of like rage but in a state of utter confusion 
because you watch it and you go, instead of laughing at the jokes, you just go, who the fuck was this written for? Because the jokes are like, they're trying to be woke, but also they're like making fun of woke people. And like, like to an extent where it's like, it's like almost goes into like weird right wing humor. And it's just like, it's like, what the fuck is even going on? So even though I actually ended up rewatching, I watched that the Werewolves Within movie. Um, Velma was so bad, and this is why I ended up on number one on my worst. Velma was so bad that it made um, the 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 guy who voiced Shaggy. Um, he's also the main character in the in the Werewolves Within the movie, and because I recognized his voice, and because he was saying actual comedy lines compared to Velma in Werewolves Within. It elevated Werewolves Within for me, even though that movie sucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised that's not in was, your worst list. That, that's the thing. That's the rather. thing. Velma is so bad that it made Werewolves Within look competent in comparison, and that's when I was like, Damn. okay, it needs to, it needs to go in here. If and you need a refresher, like, chat uh, or <laughs> viewers, that was my worst of last year, and I only got yeah. through 30 minutes yeah. of it. That is yeah. also one of the few films that we gave up on. We get, yes, we, 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 gave, we, 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 we gave up on it. Ten minutes it, in. It is, it is still really bad, but holy shit, guys, Velma is just like, it is, it's, it's, it's mind boggling. It's mind boggling what they were, cause like, that's the thing. It's not, it's not that it's incomp, it's not that it's like, you know, the, the, the jokes are structured. The writing, is, like the, the, the pacing of the show is structured. It's clearly written by writers who should know better. And it's, it's a comedy team that has done things in the past that are like, you know, people people appreciate Mindy Kaling's previous work. People appreciate the like showrunner's previous work. So it's just sitting there. I'm sitting there. I'm like, who did this? What was this for? Wh- why? And like, I'm not even I'm not even coming at it from a like they ruined Scooby Doo because it's like it's not even Scooby Doo. It's just not. It's nothing. It's like what what is this even? Why why would you make the main character so unlikable when all of your like press interviews are talking about how much you related to the character and how much you wanted other people to relate to her. Like, why would you make her the most toxic piece of shit in the show if the goal was to, like, be like, I really love this character? None of the characters feel like they're loved by the creators at all. All of them feel like that's 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 what I heard. I heard it was a uh, Scooby-Doo spinoff from seemingly people who hate Scooby-Doo and its characters. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it's like, and it's, but it's not even like, because I know I've seen stuff where, I've seen, uh, there was, the the 3D Scooby-Doo had, like, a joke about, like, oh, like, Shaggy's writing basically sounds like what an old person would think a hippie sounds like, and it's like, okay, that's kind of weird to, like, you know, it's like, these characters are kind of timeless, and, like, clearly people like them, so why are you, like, why are you, like, you know, being like, oh, the writing's bad, it's like, no, I don't think it is, actually. Yeah. Um, but like that's it's they don't even make like Scooby Doo jokes. They make like stupid references to Scooby Doo. Beautiful. It's like the weirdest. Again, I'm just like I'm not. I don't hate it. I can't hate it because I have no emotions about it. I'm just like I'm just baffled. I just can't understand like what the creators were thinking. And like the the animators, I think did an actually decent job. Like the art for it there's certain there's certain like elements of the art 
that are kind of cool. Like, they, they have, like, these weird nightmare sequences where she has, like, panic attacks, which I won't even fucking get into how stupid they are written. Um... But the the nightmare sequences are well animated. I'm like, so clearly, I'm glad I'm glad they got paid and you know got something on their reel. I won't like you know be like, oh, that's a shame if somebody's like, I worked on Velma. But like, Jesus, nice. <laughs> this is all down to the writing. It's all down to the writing. Yeah, the the writing staff utterly failed that show, and like, it it could have been something decent. I don't know. I'm like, I I don't know. It's just. I went I went in wanting to hate it and I was disappointed I didn't hate it but then I realized the reason I didn't hate it was because it was it was so bad I couldn't hate it. I couldn't even muster up the emotion. The mm. hate would take effort. Exactly, that it didn't deserve. Mm. So, Velma Damn. number 1. Yeah. Hate, 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 hate. All right, James. Get in there talk about the thing that's definitely number three on my list oh well speaking of of uh, hate and uh bad adaptations um uh, uh-huh. a fuck you netflix and fuck you for your cowboy bebop adaptation yep 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 there it is yep 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 what yep. a what a what a piece of shit yeah uh, yeah it's it's so bad <laughs> i never forced myself to finish it yeah i i did because i wanted it to end up on my worst and it sure and did. your wish is granted. It sure did. It's yeah. um, and yeah. This was one I hated. <laughs> this is uh, this this uh, it takes one of the best anime of all time. Uh, one that even non-anime fans usually will go like, yeah, I've actually seen Bebop and I like that. Uh, yeah. And and it 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 just shits all over everything. Uh, minor positives. Yoko Kano does the music, and she's a banger performance. Uh, she's mm-hmm. she's a banger composer. She was the composer of the original show. Um, visually, it sometimes looks pretty good, and and there's mm-hmm. some deep cut references uh, that 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 uh, they like. I'm I'm not talking about like the Dutch angles, cause fuck that. But I mean like <laughs> the look of the show looks bebop esque at times. And there's some deep cut references like the Wick Donald shit. Uh, and I think uh, Spike and Jet's casting are on point. Yes. Yeah, um, they, they were a really good like buddy duo. Yeah, uh, even Jet's live action actor sounds like, to an extent, Jet's dub actor. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. That's that's the only positives <laughs> I have. It, 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 yeah. it bastardizes everything about the original show. Uh, it yes fucks everything up uh mm-hmm. it, it's at its worst when it's i can't no, i can't even say that i was gonna say it's at its worst when it's like directly trying to copy stuff from the original bebop but then it has like yeah. expanded vicious stuff which is yes. just the worst uh, the, the ex- so yeah the the main thing i wanted to talk about was vicious because look how they massacred I, my boy look how they massacred my boy yeah it's very it's isn't very he such a, a good actually, villain in the original anime and then he's yeah. just a fucking piss baby in the live action version yeah and actually i will say i, I feel the exact same way about vicious and this as i felt about makarov and modern warfare 3 where it's like hey guys less is more i know this is a cool villain and i know you want to show him off but actually he's a cool villain because you don't see a lot of him yeah and he's because menacing. the things he yeah the things that he does do are really fucked up and then you don't you don't get like him fucking blathering at you about shaving his fucking balls for twenty minutes. I was like, shut the fuck up, show. 
Yeah, it's uh um they they wait. they fucked up Faye. Yeah, uh, yes, they they fucked say, up Julia. Faye, they Faye fucked Vicious, up Bren. They fucked up everybody. Yeah, Faye and Vicious were my two that I was like, these are like unforgivable because I loved Faye in the original. I think she's like such a fucking Spitfire, and they basically just made her a fucking sad sack that had mommy issues. And I was like, I no, no, no. that's not Faye. No. That's not Faye. No. I'm sorry. Like you could like make her bi, make her gay. I don't care. But like that. She can't be fucking Miss Sad Sack. She's got to be Miss, like, I'm screwing... Like, have her be have her be a lesbian who's screwing over space lesbians. And I'll be like, yeah, shit, that's Faye right there. But, like, no, not not Miss, like, I've never had an orgasm before. <laughs> yeah, like, I, shut it's, up. It's, My it's God. Everything... Yeah. And again, like, it, it feels like a and show say, made by people who did not like Bebop. Yeah. And I will say, I don't... I don't hate the actors for them no. because like we talked about They're it just, where we were like paycheck rolls. Yeah, they just and, did what and, they could with the material they were given. And also specifically with like vicious. I actually, I just watched, and this is not for this podcast cause I watched it in 2024, but I watched violent night, which is the like, uh, uh, David Harbor as yeah. like John wick, Santa Claus movie. Yeah. And he, the, the actor who played vicious is like the dad in that movie. And he was great. I was like, but the second I saw him on screen, like rage, like yeah, on my it's... face, where I was like, "Is that vicious?" <laughs> yeah, it's 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 and then, and then, chainsaw to, massacre effect. Yeah, exactly. And I had to like calm down and be like, "Oh, he's actually kind of fun in this movie. I kind of like his performance. It's a real shame that he has this big black fucking mark on his resume that yeah. I'm just like, I see you, and I go, Fuck you." <laughs> it, it's like Gren's actor, like no shade to Gren's actor. They did the best they could, but the character they're playing is not Gren, and I would have liked that character a lot more if it wasn't Gren, because yep. it's not Gren. Yep. You you took a storyline that had some punch and some oomph to it and just changed it into something it wasn't, and that's yep. what most of the show feels like, and then it like adapts various moments from the series and the movie like the first episode of the series is 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 basically a, a a bloated adaptation of the first episode of the anime and they introduce Faye for no reason and everything just falls flat like when jet is talking to spike about how they're going to tj the conversation is like 30 seconds in the anime and it conveys enough information about how Spike looks down upon TJ. And then in the live-action version, they they try to turn it into this super lengthy five-minute-long comedic bit about how awful TJ is and how Jet needs to do this job despite Spike not wanting to go to TJ because Jet can't afford a birthday gift for his daughter, and it's just not funny, and -hmm. it's not interesting. And it's mm-hmm. like, God bless the actors. They're trying, and, and yeah. especially Spike and Jet's actors. Like, John Cho is great. I don't remember the name of Jet's actor, but he's great. And they're doing, yeah. they're doing their best. Or again, yeah, like... again, I don't blame the actors. They did what they could. Yeah, they, this, this project was just... The opening bleh. scene of the, the, the first episode is, is verbatim, uh, almost a direct one-to-one of the opening of the Cowboy Bebop movie. And mm-hmm. it fails on every fucking level and it's just so bloated and stupid and 
cartoonishly over the top, which is weird considering the fact that it's adapting a cartoon. Mm-hmm. And the opening of the movie is punchy and restrained and fun. Yep. God mm. damn, fuck that show. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Lee, you should totally watch it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm good, brother. Yeah. I'm good, man. All right. I'm, well. I'm going to be on fire the next time I would watch that. Hi. I'm Ben Starr. This is the Gooncast podcast and the chances are you're listening to the bit in between that they haven't quite decided yet and they've asked me to record something so here it is me just making some noise now that's range james i hope that was worth it um all right mate um (laughs) enjoy